If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. We're going to call this song Slap. You ready? Slap. S L A P. Slap. That's what I do to me. Slap. S L A P. Slap. That's what I do to me. Slap the shit out of you. Slap the shit out of me. Slap the shit out of you. Slap shit so you can see. So you can see who the baddest with the fattest. Might slap the asshole, slap the faces of disgraces. And I'm in the places to be with the bitches, the niggas, the peoples, the wiggers. Who's gonna get it right? Who's gonna get it wrong? All I need is a brand new thong. So... Slap <laughs> or clap or tap or trap. All right, don't put your hands on me if you want to still be able to see out your eyes. Yeah, you're listening to me, G. <laughs> I don't play that shit. You ain't slapping me in my face. You ain't busting my lips. See, uh, I got something on the top of my head, and if I put it together, I'm gonna put up a clip, and uh, <laughs> that's what we gonna do. I'm trying my best. The shit is still coming through because I'm a natural. Let's see, this factual, and everybody knows I'm blacktual on the weekends. Like Scissor said, I would prefer to just be getting some. Hey, I meant bread for you nasty motherfuckers. That's what I would have said. Hey. <laughs> slap. Or clap. We didn't slap. Or Welcome tap. to the friends on everybody. <laughs> Y'all are so random. I just really feel like people think the freestyle is supposed to be grade A, like bars every week. Mm-hmm. But I just want it to be grade A innovation every week. Some weeks it's bars. Some weeks it's beats. Okay. Some weeks a little pump. I got Look, you. Uh, some weeks a little pump. Now, don't you get me started now. Gitch gang, gitch gang, gitch gang. <laughs> I'm finna start writing my shit again. I want a record deal. <laughs> I will just say, Fuck the what person... what you talking about. We can have fun anytime. <laughs> it's an opportunity. <laughs> well, there it is. Lil Pump is white. He's white? I, I couldn't tell. I thought he was super albino. Today, and I was like... <laughs> I don't know. Someone said he's back. a white boy that dropped out of Ivy League. It could have just been a joke. I don't know. But it could also be very. But true. it also made me like what? <laughs> <laughs> 
Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Hell no. <laughs> well, I mean, if he could afford the Gucci, I guess he could be part of the Gucci gang. See, now I'm I all mean, fucked up in the game. I don't know. I don't know no more. I don't like I that. I can't support anybody in publicly Look, anymore. <laughs> okay. They will burn you at the, at the stake. <laughs> I don't know who none of them are. Everybody's shaving their eyebrows off and shit. I don't know who nobody. Everybody looks like a mannequin. I'm tired of it. They be walking around looking like dirty-ass mannequins. I'm wondering what's up, though. <laughs> it's yeah. a very destructive look, right? Yes. That's, like, in right now. Yes. I'm curious. But I'm all these boys are sad. But, like... Yeah, but... You look like October 31st <laughs> on October Every 1st. Day. So, like, that's the Every problem. Day. Like, okay. It's like, it's Nightmare on Elm Street and guess who's playing Jason? It's like... <laughs> Ten niggas and it's like, well, I can't tell which one. They all look like they're playing Jason. <laughs> anyway, flex like ooh. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, welcome to the friend zone. Your weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene. Because who on the, the hell? Who on the hell? <laughs> who on the hell? On it, okay? Because that's where we are. Who on the hell would like a musty brand? I know I don't. <laughs> I'm not on the hell. How are you guys? How was your weekend? My weekend was great, actually. Yeah. Shout out to Philadelphia. Philly. We had such a great time at the Friend Zones Live tour stop in Philadelphia this weekend. Philly. Hey. Y'all was so cute. Y'all showed you. up. So cute. So showed much up. love. Brought some of the greatest gifts. I really awesome. appreciated that. So much talent was in the building. A lot of our gifts were handmade. I know. So, and so that was just such a treat. It was special. So it was great being in Philly. Um, shout out to Visit Philadelphia. Visit Philly. They were great um, being at our show, and we got a chance to screen the We Got You campaign that I participated in. So that was great. Shout out to you. Philly was good. It was a good show. Yeah. And I have to shout out Amber Lynn. Yes. She gave us a hand-painted bag that Super she cute. basically put our like image, our banner, our logo, everything on this bag herself, <laughs> and then filled it up with individual gifts for each of us yes. mine was like this um i don't know what they call it but you you carry it th- you carry it wow that's really <laughs> you carry it shows where my brain is today sorry y'all i'm really tired you can hear it in my voice um but it's you put tea and you can put loose leaf tea in it yes and mm-hmm. it'll brew it and you can carry it and it's glass and she also gave me like different types of honey that are infused with like hibiscus honey hibiscus was bomb. and peppers and and then there was she gave me like two different loose leaf tea i think it was a black tea infused a mango i was like oh, oh my yes. i mean literally my dream gifts you totally get me <laughs> and i have to shout out i guess we'll do the black business of the week early because hey. right because the tea the, <laughs> the tea that she put in our bags comes from Ivy's Tea Co and obviously that's DC based but I'm looking at her Instagram and it says straight out of Maryland made by an herbalist for the culture and it's ivystea.com i-v-y-s-t-e-a.com and it's dope because it's a black owned tea company yes I think that's really cool y'all know I love that absolutely um, some of my gifts in my bag were from Ivy's Tea as well yeah. Yeah. super super dope um, great packaging it was just such a thoughtful gift and so the fact that that sweet. bag was hand painted that was just it blew me away I so. love the fact that each bag was hand painted with all of us and then every person's tag was just individual yeah. yes so with our was, names and so A1. thank you 
you, Amber. You are Amberlyn. You are awesome. Thank you for the gifts and also all the other gifts we got. We all got all of them. Yeah, we got uh, Art. sketches, white roses, white roses. <laughs> you guys are just highly such sweet. a gift. You never expect that, and so when you do get it, it was just it's just refreshing. So the next stop of the tour will be in Dallas on Saturday, November fourth. Yes. If you haven't gotten your ticket yet, you can grab that at thefriendzonelive.com. VIP is sold out. Thank you guys so much. Yes. But we still have general seating available. So hit us up. Check us out November 4th. Can't wait to go to Dallas. What about you, Sante? How was your weekend? My weekend was awesome. I got to go to Philly with you guys and have an awesome fucking show. And right before that, I was in Columbus That's with right, the Reed at Ohio. Having an awesome fucking show. Shout out to everybody in Columbus that showed love. Shout out to everybody that snuck into the Columbus, uh, the Ohio State I hear show. That. Because it kind of sucked. I know everybody wanted everybody to be able to see the show. So it's not like we were just like, nope, school only, y'all can't come. So uh, shout out to the people that snuck in. I was so happy to see. <laughs> y'all they were like we walked by we was like yeah girl class uh-huh and came to the show and i was like i know that's the fuck right we were happy to have y'all in the building was it a safety thing um well you know how it is with school like they have i their... mean i get it you can't just like let anybody into right. on the premises so well, i'm just wondering if it's a safety thing it's more of one of those um you know when they spend the money it's like part of the schools it's like a school program okay. so for me i was like i didn't want to you know i never want to be like well this is what you should do but i'm sitting there thinking like i would want everybody to think my program was lit as fuck so I would open it up to the public so when there's pictures shown people would be like damn I'm gonna start going to these things that the schools have true but I, it, it had to be mostly safety cause you know yeah I'm assuming had to be that but shout out to Ohio yeah. right they turned it up and turned it out cute um, I was with you guys this weekend. <laughs> um, we had so much fun driving over to Philly with our team and then knocking the show out and then driving right back home. It was a very hectic day. We got stuck in traffic for like two hours. But it was fun because we were just in the back singing songs. Yes, we were. Dustin was jamming to all the oldies. I couldn't help it. You know when you're in the middle of the sticks, meaning in between cities, <laughs> you can't get anything but one signal. It just so happened the signal was black time. Right, and yeah. we stopped at Ishka Bibbles. Yes, we did. On our yeah, way that out. Was great. It was really good. South Street was popping, too. I know. Yo, y'all got some cuties in Philly. South Street was popping, too. <laughs> South Street. You gotta go downtown. <laughs> you wanna talk about the city of Brotherly? Brotherly, what? <laughs> okay. I mean. But darling, back, you know, Ishka Bibbles. <laughs> Uh, the gremlin was bomb as fuck. Oh, I wish yeah, I people had kept asking right me, now. did you get a gremlin? I'm like, what is that? <laughs> What's a gremlin? It was the, uh, at Ishka Bibbles, it was the half lemonade, half grape soda, or grape juice. Didn't you get it? I did. Oh, it was I bomb. I didn't get it. I just got the lemonade. <laughs> I said, I have to have one. I am not leaving. I wish y'all would have told one. me that that was like a thing. Somebody <laughs> kept saying it. Somebody was like, you gonna get the gremlin? The gremlin was like, yeah, I'm getting the gremlin. <laughs> Happy to have been reminded. Like, I'm getting right. that. It's, it's, it's coming. Oh, uh, well, are y'all ready to jump into this week's show? Well, no, we have to do the recap first. Yes, we do. Right? So, on last week's episode, we discussed the corruption of power, uh, bringing up our own examples of times we had to face the dynamic of power being held over our heads. We brought up the Harvey Weinstein case and everything else that's being unearthed ever since that came to the forefront of the internet. And as always, you guys had a lot to say. So, Asante, who stood out to you? Well, before I tell you, well, a couple of people stood out to me. The first person, I can't remember the young lady's name, but I don't know if you were triggered by what I was saying in the episode, but she, like, 
proceeded to tweet me and say, you can't compare the Harvey Weinstein thing to uh, being a server in the service industry and like went on this whole rant. And it was just like, I'm not trying to say that, you know, one takes precedence over the other or they're the exact same. It was literally just showing you another example on a smaller scale of when power has been abused. And a lot of actors and actresses work in the service industry. So it's like if you're facing on a smaller scale a power struggle there and you decide to just give up your power and release it because you feel like it's not going to be a big deal. And then later on down the road when it is a big deal and then you're trying to figure out if you're going to do it. I just wanted to map out how those two things could intersect. And it's also how I worded it because I said... My question to you was, where has a power struggle appeared in your life? Right. So I asked you for an example. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, outside Sorry of that. Sorry that was misunderstood, <clears throat> y'all. Well, you know, I just felt like it could have been a trigger, a potential trigger for that person. And so for that, I did not mean to do that. But power struggles happen in the little of forms every day, even if you're stuck in traffic, someone's trying to cut you off. Yeah. And again, not trying to compare it to anything else or saying that it's greater or lesser than that. Mm-hmm. Uh on the side of that, the second person I wanted to acknowledge was Danielle Williams, who wrote into the email. Shout out to y'all for emailing all of your questions, comments, and concerns to the friend zone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. I had another email of a person asking me where to send the questions in. You could have just emailed your question oh, right no. there. Uh, so shout out to Danielle. The subject is corruption of power in corporate America. Hi, everyone. I loved your episode on power as it pertained to the recent sexual harass- harassment conversations. I recently started my own consulting company after leaving 10 plus years of working in corporate America. The way in which I was expected to let white men talk to me and treat me literally became unbearable. I believe there is a connection between that expectation based in white supremacy and the struggles black women face in corporate America. We're often given feedback about tone, body language, facial, facial expressions, etc. However, Sometimes the issue is the person you're speaking with is uncomfortable with your refusal to accept a subservient role. This feedback is often wrapped up in conversations about seniority or politics, but it's really about power. My encouragement to underrepresented people in corporate America, know your worth. Don't be afraid to use your influence to shape your organization's cultural norms and hold your leadership accountable to company values. Thank you guys for an amazing show. Listening to you has been a major influence in my transformation to a more balanced and peaceful life, even in T Dumps America. <laughs> so I just thought that it was dope T-dumps. for her to right. I thought it was dope for her to say to know your worth, because especially in a corporate setting, there's literally power struggle after power struggle. All like day. even if you're trying to get to the top, or even if you're not trying to get to the top, you're just trying to go to your job and work your shit out, it's still people coming up to you trying to boss up for no ass reason. So again, know your worth. Thank you for that, Danielle. What did you find in the SoundCloud streets, Fran? Monica Lopez said this episode no, resonated. <laughs> <I hate you. laughs> you got me. This episode resonated with me about boundaries in the industry. Although it's nothing close to what the women went through with Harvey, I understand how they feel about speaking up and everyone thinking you're crazy or making excuses. I work for one of the top toy companies and was bullied by three top executives. I spent six months speaking up, and in the end, they said it was my fault because no one else was speaking up, when in reality, my colleagues just didn't want to compromise their jobs. So in the end, Mm. the company thinks that being homophobic, making inappropriate fat jokes, and telling someone when they're sick that it is unacceptable to be sick because the company needs to make money is healthy culture. 
Behold, it had led my spiral of depression. It had led me, excuse me, to a spiral of depression and anxiety, but it hasn't stopped me from fighting my passion. Even though I haven't received any offers from any other companies, I am still a firm believer that my magic is about to spark around the corner. Yes, Lord. Come on. So that one stood out to me the most. I don't know why I just got chills reading that because I know that it's hard. That's why I said I'm seeing more and more people saying online, like, don't be afraid to speak up, like speak your truth. We have to do this. And, And yes, it is absolutely important to speak up, but you also shouldn't feel pressured to speak up. Base it on how you feel intuitively. Because I, I respect all sides of it. I respect the people that feel the passion, like Monica, to speak up regardless of what it compromises. But I also understand how it's not easy to speak up, especially if it's someone that's an executive, you know, and who knows what they can do to you. Okay. You know, they can black, uh, blackmail you. They can blacklist you. I mean, so many things happen, especially if you have a family or you're a caretaker or a head of household. So I get it. Just do what feels right. And make make that based on what feels right to you. So thank you, Monica, for sharing that. What about oh, you, Monica. Dustin? <laughs> What's it out to you on these Twitter streets? Well, before we go in the Twitter streets, we're going to take a comment this week from the ultimate pearly streets of the Bible. Oh, okay. Job chapter mm-hmm. one verse twenty one, where it talks about how the Lord taketh away, mm-hmm. and that leads me over to in these streets. Oh no, I know where this is going. Yeah. Our first comment in these streets, which came from uh, the one and only Love B. Scott. Hey, uh, dot com. Hey, love muffins. It's B. Scott. <laughs> That's right. Legendary YouTuber <laughs> B. Scott. I used to love watching B. Scott. And the little pause. <laughs> so B. Scott posted an article today that said, Trump voting Tina Campbell. <laughs> Forced to postpone tour due to low ticket sales. Oh, shit. <laughs> Tina Campbell actually posted an Instagram uh, picture that read, and I quote. Can you look at the picture, though? <laughs> she it's sad? still personal tour postponed. Uh, I'm not going to go through this entire post. Let me just get to the good part where it says, we are grateful for those who are planning to attend, but our overall ticket sales... Now, this was she put out. Oh, God. We are grateful for those who are planning to attend, but our overall ticket sales haven't shown that we have the support that we need to continue the tour at this time. We're convinced that many more would love the opportunity to attend this praise-filled, faith-filled, entertaining worship experience. So we have decided to give ourselves time to reach all of those people and bring this amazing tour back in the spring of 2018. We hope to see you then. Tina Campbell. Life comes at you fast. Life comes at you fast. And I just want to say how, how I think it's so funny that she was so condescending in her 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 announcement of the tour being canceled because let's be clear this is not a postponing of this tour it's canceled and so the fact that she would say oh well the ticket sales haven't shown that we've had the support that we would need to continue this tour all that pompous arrogant shit is why just like she said it's still personal she's stuck she's a person who doesn't move you do know that her first solo album was called it's personal right So it didn't really go nowhere. So she decides to put out another project called It's Still Personal. And this one is at even more of a standstill. This is at a stand chill. Okay, I've never (laughs) seen anything like this. So I just want to give a shout out to the one and only Tina Campbell. Because it's all about you all the time over here on the Friend Zone, baby. Ever since you put your hoof in your mouth. (laughs) Now, I would also... (laughs) I would also... (laughs) 
Yes. I would also like to give a shout out to at <laughs> underscore Liz and Co. Who said I disrupted my entire office when Dustin sang lowered expectations. Yo, that took me down. I'm like, the fact that you knew that. That's right. She said, if you don't know what that's from, I'm sorry for you. LOL. Right. So shout Word. out to everybody that gets the jokes that always makes me happy. <laughs> Um, shout out to everybody. That's enough. Also, also, just one more. Shout out to everybody. I want to give I a shout fun. out to <laughs> the one and only Carrie of Carrie's, Carrie's Corner, Corner, who tweeted that the famed jewel <laughs> thief Doris Young. Did you ever watch that like on Netflix? She's a G. <laughs> Didn't she just do some shit? Who like tweeted last week? that? Yes, <laughs> she's 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 back in action. Wow, she bro. was she's never like out of commission. 90. Even during the filming of that shit, her ass was still stealing. <laughs> so Carrie tweeted that the young Doris Payne looks like Moni Slaughter, and she really does. Stop. And he added a comparative analysis with pictures. Of course. We'll let y'all do the work. Let me see. <laughs> But my jaw dropped. That's Doris because, Payne. No, she does. And that's Moni. I didn't even have to see the picture <laughs> to know. She literally looks just look look at Doris Payne. Now look at Moni's. She looks just <laughs> no, like young Moni. <laughs> so shout out to Carrie for keeping it real in Carrie's corner. And that's it for any streets. Oh God. How do I Woo. how do I <laughs> So, on this week's episode, <laughs> got you down. <laughs> it's a wild card episode, Yay. which means it's about absolutely nothing at all. Yes. <laughs> so, so not with you, all I get is wild cards. <laughs> so we thought it would be actually one of you brought up the topic idea, asking us to talk about our most embarrassing moments. <laughs> Whether they were in a public setting, in a group setting, in business, just period. <laughs> These guys already, already over here um, shaking their Why would you send that in? Why would you send that in? You lucky my switch dying. I can't play with you. Of all of the sugs to jest, why would you send that <laughs> in? So, to jest. So most embarrassing moments, y'all, period. Who wants to go first? Friend. Me? <laughs> I can go first. <laughs> okay, ready? I'm trying to think of my worst one. Okay. So, my best friends, right, in high school. Why are you laughing? Already? I just thought about something really stupid. I did. Go on. My best friend in high school, uh, once we got into our colleges, and she ended up going to UVA, mm-hmm. University of Virginia, which is huge. Um, she was pledging Delta. Like, it was just dope. So I went to go visit her when she crossed just to, like, celebrate. Um, <laughs> y'all are cracking me up already. So we, the football team, they were, it was during practice. So it was, like, late at night. They were practicing. And if you know the UVA campus, they have the, the bleachers are, like, really high up. Cause it's huge. Like it's a. It's. I don't know if it's Division One. I'm assuming it's D1. Cause the way that the campus was laid out for the athletes seemed like they're about their business. So it's raining, and we're walking down the bleachers, and I. And I am so sorry. And I misstepped. Cause it was. Oh. But the way that I fell, like, normally you would just, like, 
roll down, but I you like did the skidding with the butt where the butt just like bounces, boom, 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 like down. <laughs> and I couldn't stop because it had the metallic trim. <sighs> you know when the stairs have slippery. the metallic trim? It's I slid over. down maybe like three or four rows. <laughs> and that's a hard bump, too. Oh, my yeah. God. But you know what's the worst part? Because it was raining. Oh, you got dirty. The back of my jeans, the butt part was soaked with dirt and soil. Damn. And I had to walk past the football team. And they was all like, damn. damn. <laughs> Could you imagine an entire football team screaming, damn, as I'm falling? A college football team at that. So everybody's already on 10. I like. mean, they were cracking the fuck up. And everybody was like, damn. As each as I hit each step. <laughs> it was just Damn. Crazy. And then I had to walk past them. The worst, most embarrassing. What's up, friend? We were silent as fuck walking <laughs> past them. <laughs> I just wanted to get through it. And they were all like, You okay? <laughs> God you sure damn, you good? Was it like, you going to be all right, sweetheart? You still beautiful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sliding down the bleachers. God damn it, friend. Oh, my God. That's probably one of the top five most embarrassing. <laughs> and then I had to see them for the rest of the week because I was on campus and they remembered who I was. Every time I passed them in the cafeteria, they was like, you okay? How's your back? <laughs> like, well, my butt ain't dirty today, God damn it. Y'all see me. Y'all uh, see me. Falling, I think, is probably one, like... Always the most embarrassing shit when you bust your ass in front of people. So let's just go in in the circle then. You go. You're next. Oh, Lord. Since you're talking about falling, I guess I'll be forthcoming too. I keep on falling. (laughs) You know, this, this, okay. So a little bit of background. Um, (laughs) So I was at a concert, right? Going to, when you live in Detroit, Going to concerts and live music events, it's a huge part of the culture there, right? Mm-hmm. People get outfits, you get dressed, you go in groups with like all your friends. It is literally a moment. There's a day of planning involved. You go get your hair cut. You go get Shit. all these things you okay. need. It's a city where everybody drives, so then you have to think about getting your car detailed. And all, everybody just goes to the extra mile. Like going to a concert is a big deal, and that's why if you ever get a chance to go to a live show in Detroit, go because it's a different experience than it is like it's completely different from going to a concert here so that being said okay at this time I was living in Detroit and they had started having this festival every summer at Comerica Park right Um, and that's the stadium where the Detroit Tigers play baseball stadium so in the summer that's where it's at as far as like the live concerts and stuff and so um, I was going to this show. <laughs> it was like a festival, so there were several acts, R&B acts. Maze and Frankie Beverly was on the bill. You know, so there was like an older crowd there, but there was also like a younger crowd too because those are classics. So everyone was there. Mind you, I told you people are looking like their best, whatever. I can't even remember what I had on. I had on these navy pants with a white pinstripe, like this white button-down shirt, but it like had a tie in the front. It was from Express, like right oh, when shit. Express Man first came out. You know, that was the shit back Express in the day. Express corporate look. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had like some little <laughs> Kenneth Cole boots. I was sharp. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I go. At this time, um, I was drinking, and it was the one fun outlet I had, right, because I had just turned 21, and I was home um, in Detroit, whatever. I was with my parents and stuff, so... We were in a religion where you really didn't get a chance to have a lot of fun. And so, but you could drink. So I'm like, okay, well, I started drinking. So, oh, you could drink? Yeah, you could drink. Oh, shit. I didn't know so that. So the drinking of the wine, baby. So, okay. So 
I go and get a beer. I'm walking back to my seat. Now, mind you, I told you it's like all eyes on everybody. It's a scene. That's like the kind of vibe. So I go and get this beer. I'm walking back oh to my God, seat. God, I already feel like... It's jam-packed. <laughs> no. All my cousins are there, including like my older cousins who I looked up to, who like showed me the way. You know what I'm saying? They're all there. My sister, everybody. So I'm telling everybody, excuse me, I'm sliding down through everybody, whatever. I make it. And I put my hand down to, like, move the seat, to, like, push the seat down or whatever. And some kind of way my hand slipped. And me, my hand, <laughs> my buttocks, <laughs> my legs, everything hit the motherfucking Damn. floor. And the beer went everywhere. Oh, God. Damn. Everywhere in front of all these people. It was so embarrassing. There was no redemption because wait, so you were going like yeah, this I was. And you know how you over. you know how stadium seats you like have to push the the seat of the chair down in order right, to sit to down. Sit. So when I was doing that, I don't know if it was something on the seat or whatever, but like when I did it, I was coming down with my hand. That's where I fucked up. You know what I'm saying? I should have put the chair down first and then secured the ass. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't do that. I just brought it all down. You know me. I'm all about efficiency. Even back then, I was about getting shit done the quickest and fastest way. And I got it done all right. (laughs) I was on the floor. Well, they were shocked, first of all, because I've always been cool. So, you know what I'm saying? Nobody could believe I had failed like that. And then I had all that beer all over me. And then it's a stadium. So the floors are concrete. And you know that that is a uh, that's its own section, the cesspool of ketchup oh, and mustard fuck. packets and hot dog water juice and, and old ass and slushies and shit. All, yeah, everything down there. So that was awful. And I'll never forget that. And so you had to watch the rest of the game with beer well, It was all a concert, you. too, oh, concert. remember. So, like, it was just the worst possible case for a thing <laughs> like that to happen. I will never, ever forget that. <laughs> Ever and I remember to this day was a guy that was sitting behind me, um, and he laughed or whatever. And I remember turning around and I was about to like talk about his girl, but I was covered in the shit and everybody was looking, so it was like too late. But to this day, if by any chance you're listening, no, you didn't. <laughs> Imagine if he writes in like, all right, I hope you have to deal with an unwanted pregnancy. <laughs> oh my god! So, Sante, it's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many embarrassing things that have happened to I me. Know, right? I just hear a thing. I'm like, okay, so what do I feel most comfortable sharing? <laughs> um, okay, this one's really stupid, and I just am going to regret sharing this, but go, I'll go on and give it a go. Uh, in freshman year high school, okay, well, let me just like start with this. So in high school, I went to a different school than I would have gone to because I was in this magnet program. So everybody that I went to, like, middle school with, like, the majority of them went to a different high school than I did. So I was just telling myself, like, I'm going to still go out in my neighborhood and see all my friends from the different schools, and we're going to be, like, long-distance friends or whatever. So we went to the skating rink one night, and it was, like, junior night or some shit, but because it was for the local school, they didn't know. Like, I didn't have no idea. I was like, oh, I don't have no school ID. I don't go to the school. And they were like, okay, you can come in. So none of my friends were there. It was nothing but juniors and seniors from the high school that I would have gone to. So nobody, like, really knew me like a few people did. So there was this boy that I had a crush on. I was like, oh, my God, a junior. He's so fine. And it was at the skating rink. So I was like, this is optimal time to, like, oh. The skating ring, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so... I thought that the boy was so fine, and mind you, this is Atlanta, so it was so random to me that this fine-ass, like, junior was at the skating rink with his boyfriend. 
Like, it fucked me up because we were so young. And I was like, this nigga is here with his boyfriend. Like, that means I could get a man, too. Like, he could be my man because since he out here open, like, I didn't think he's with a boyfriend. He don't need nobody or nothing. <laughs> so because I just have those eyes where people can always tell that I'm looking, like, I'm always just kind of like an owl, like, in the corner. I'm like an owl. <laughs> I'm, like, literally, literally staring at this boy the entire time. I didn't really know he had a boyfriend. I just saw him and this other dude, like, hold hands or kiss or some shit. So I was like, oh, okay, they just, they intimate, so they got to go together. The other boy seen me staring, and for one of the times we were skating. <laughs> oh, no. Don't tell me he stuck his foot out. One of the times we were skating, and they were doing couples only. So when it became couples only, I'm getting off, right? And I got off. And so they were the only gay couple. So then people were getting kind of <laughs> uncomfortable. So really? then they got off. They got off the floor, right? And so the boy that I had the crush on, I remember him getting up, upset. And the other boy, I guess he didn't want to be out or whatever. So he was like, we ain't doing that gay shit. And like went the other way. So then I went up to the boy that I had the crush on. Oh, my God. Asante. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I skated up to him. Do you know a little child or something, it was a little child, came stark out of nowhere. And the bitch did exactly what I do. You know when somebody falls, this is so fucked up, when somebody on the floor falls, you like skidoop and like spin around their ass and keep it moving. The little girl got right in front of me, stopped, and then she seen me coming and I didn't really know how to stop. And so I was like, oh no, I can't hit this little girl. And then the bitch was like, oh, and she kept it pushing. And I swerved on the side of her, got right onto the skating ring floor. Some girl that was trying to get off, like, knocked her drink or some shit. What is Got happening? my wheels. <laughs> Fran, when I tell you the most craziest shit happened, and all I wanted to do was talk to this boy and be fast. And it's all in front of him. All in He, like, saw me. Like, he saw me coming towards him. Like, we were, like, making eye contact. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, <laughs> ah. Like, for real. Drink spills as I'm getting on the floor. So I, like, skate right into the drink and eat it. Like, right, right where you get onto the floor. Like, not even in the middle. So then, legit, dude hops over me skating, keeps him moving. <laughs> like, I'm the nigga that I have never wanted to be <laughs> at, like, 14, 15 years old. <laughs> like, on, like face down, ass up on the skating. Like, I ate the skating floor. Oh, God. At Sparkles. Thank God not a cascade. Shout out to you. Did you ever see him again after that? No. But I later told myself, he had a man, and maybe you That's, was learning that, that lesson. That was karma. Karma went quick. But part of me wasn't connecting that he was with his man. I was like, oh, my God, a gay kid, and he's here with some dude or some shit? Like, he kissing him? I can get a kiss. Like, I wasn't making the full connections. All I saw was gay dude. That's fine. I'm going to shoot my shot. No. <laughs> the universe had other plans. It was not going down like that for me. <sighs> okay, so those are the falling disasters. What about drinking? I'll, I have a drinking one. Oh my God. What? <laughs> we theming these? Yes, because it's easier because I'm sure we have so many drinking. Okay, I have a drinking one. I have blacked out drinking. So the first time I ever drank publicly, because you know, you drink when you're like with your cousins or at home or whatever, but my neighbor, this is when I was in the project still, he got a job as a bartender at this <laughs> at this local spot. Crazy thing is that it was like a pub or whatever and like on like... Uh, Park Avenue so it was like very white whatever so he was like yo fuck with me at the mind you I was 15 okay <laughs> but I didn't look 15 um, and he was like yo I'll let you in like it's whatever and I'm like alright no sorry he wasn't a bartender he was the bouncer sorry so he's like yo fuck with me so me and my same friend <laughs> the one that I went to see at UVA shout out to you me and her and our dumb asses and another friend of ours Go to the bar. He lets us in. 
my god so mind you i'd never drank what at a bar before right so the bartender is like what do you guys want so my dumb ass because i don't know i'm like whatever you you want to give me and then the bartender gives me a long island iced tea Baby. so i'm thinking oh iced tea you oh. know <laughs> drank it like a capri sun yeah. <laughs> But here's the worst part. Not only did we drink that shit hella fast, because we don't know. We're like, we're young, trying to be grown and cute. You know, there's like adults sitting near us, and we were trying to like hang with their pace. We never got up, which you know is 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 like <laughs> fuck up number one. <laughs> when you are at a bar, you need to be standing. You need to dance around. You need to drink water. You need to go to the bathroom. We sat our asses. The whole time. Three Long Island iced teas later, I'm starting to feel it hard. And I told her, I was like, yo, I drank way too fucking much. Like, I can feel that I'm fucked up. And she was like, well, let's just go. Let's jump in the cab. Do you know that I got up and collapsed? <laughs> right Damn. I was talking about drop. Like, got off the stool and just dropped. And my Damn. homie had to drag me out. This is so embarrassing. Drag me out. I get in the cab. All I remember is the cab driver being pissed because I puked. And you know they hate that shit. He was yelling at me, made us get out. We had to, we tried to get another cab, got another cab. My freaking bouncer homie had to... He, like, flung me over his shoulder, knocked on my mom's door. <laughs> she thought we had gone to, like, a party somewhere. Here I am fucking passed out and then he knocks on the door and she opens and she, I just remember her going what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck what you do to my daughter he's just like no I'm like sorry like I'll explain but she needs help she throws me in the shower all I remember is her throwing ice cubes at my face <laughs> hella hard <laughs> <laughs> under the guise of waking me up she was like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, had the water running, ice cubes fucking slamming in my face. Right, I just remember the room spinning for like three days. Yo, I swear to God, that shit was so fucked up. I was scared to leave the room. I was scared because I was like, "How do you explain this? I'm 15, had no business in a bar, and then drinking that hard, and then having to come home with your neighbor having you on his shoulder." Lord have mercy. Yo, mind you, she thought we were at like a house party with someone in high school. Oh my god. So that's that was my introduction to drinking at bars. Fucking yo, I've never had a Long Island Long Island iced tea since. You guys don't want one ever I again can't, in your life. Even do if you? I smell it, if mm-hmm. I see it, I fucking walk the other way cuz it's like it brings my stomach up <laughs> to this day, right? Ooh, god, drinking it's crazy. will do that to you. You never forget your first time getting fucked even up. Even vodka. I don't fuck with vodka either cuz I have too many traumatizing nights. What about you? What's your drinking story? <laughs> I have a lot. But um, ooh, I don't even know. I don't even know which one. I don't even know. I don't even know which like one. How to do tell. you pick? <laughs> like there's so many. So I've been in. There's been fist fights. There's been a lot of. Okay, so let's take it back before the, Not the, the legal stuff. <laughs> well, it's illegal in nature, but whatever. <laughs> when so, oh my god, this is awful. So my sister was getting married, right? And so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was 16, 
And my sister was getting married, and the guy that she was marrying had some nieces that were and nephews that were like around my same age. So we were now like cousins, quote unquote, right? And so, <laughs> oh my god! And so during like the whole wedding process, like my sister had her bridal shower, all that kind of stuff. So they lived about an hour away from us. So they would come up to where we were, where all the events would be and stuff, and they would stay the night, like in our house, whatever. So me being on my bullshit at this time, I decided to get a bottle of Absolute. I'll just put it like that. I secured a bottle Ugh, of Absolute for us to fit. So we're upstairs. This is no reflection on my parents' parenting or anything like that. It just happened. So we're upstairs in my room drinking, taking shots, all that shit the night before my um, my sister's bridal shower. So I get all her new nieces like completely drunk. I'm drunk, you know, we're because we don't know how we're drinking. We're just drinking. We get on the phone. Ooh, we start rookie, playing rookie on the mistakes. phone. Oh, every time, mind you, the night before the bridal shower, right? Oh, we God. start playing on the phone. We were calling some people that they had like personal issues with, and then we started calling like fast food places. And so what we were doing was like ordering menu items, but in certain like expletives in the name of, like, the item. So, for instance, you call, like, McDonald's. Y'all got the McAss combo, you know, things. We were doing stuff like that. (laughs) Got caught, okay? Got caught. The whole jig was a bust. The day before, my sister's bridal shower. So the next day during the bridal shower, you know, it was, like, tense as fuck. It was just a horrible experience. And I'll just leave it there. There's a lot of more scathing details to this story. But I just How decided did y'all get this, caught? I don't even want to tell nobody no more because it's, it's just embarrassing. <laughs> so never mind. You can erase that from the record. Uh, and, you know, I'll have another good story for you guys on the next cycle. Uh, but I have decided to omit the rest I like of this story. He was the like, I'm not yeah, I just thought okay. about that. As a, as a story got, as my, I was dipping a toe more and more in those murky waters of embarrassment. I'm like, why the fuck? Am I sure it is? <laughs> I'm not about to tell nobody the rest of this story. So suffice it to not say, we got caught and it was a bad experience. Dip a toe. What about you? Um, <laughs> I'm going back to younger because all of the ridiculous drinking stories that I have are all like random as fuck. Like I can think of New Year's that I blacked out. I can think of oh god, like all of the. Okay, you know what? Oh uh, God! New I Year's blackout. <laughs> right, drinking is some bullshit. Um, so we have a whole episode just on drinking. But I doing <laughs> my uh, favorite alcohol that I love to hate because I am never going to drink it again uh, responsibly or casually. I should say is um, Jägermeister. Mm. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, uh, Elmeron, if you're listening, and uh, that's his government because he don't even go by that no more. You are asshole. Uh, <laughs> shout out to my best friend in college. I think that I I went down to where he went to school. I don't remember how I got here or where we even got here. I just know that my best friend, he is friends with some of the gayest people, and he was like, all right, well, I'm bringing the gays together tonight. Some bullshit. I don't know. But it was me, his other friend, and we went to this house because his other friend had this boy that he had a crush on or some shit. It's always a nigga. Right. (laughs) And so, because my best friend was straight, there were girls there too. So it was like, the gay going to see his boyfriend, uh, these random ass girls, and like another gay, but he was white, so you know, I wasn't feeling that. So we drinking, we doing these uh, uh, Jaeger games, Jaeger bombs and shit. And like, 
this is awful. I should not even say this out loud. So you about um, to do me. Too. I am. See? I just thought about something. I was like, do I Y'all can't both read I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I, play, so, I pulled my card. Uh-uh. <laughs> so you know how I told you the, the other gay there was white, so I counted him out? My best friend, he saw the girls there, and he, he counted them out. He was like, oh, ain't nothing here for me. <laughs> so the girls ain't know what was going on. They just saw niggas and was like, cool, there's niggas here now. They didn't know that I was gay. And because I wasn't fucking with the white kid, I guess they thought that I was fair game, too. We were drinking and doing the Jaeger, and one of the girls, and God bless her soul, she just looks like that she's probably still single to this day. Ooh. She had a crush on my best friend, and I, I could tell she was trying to get him wasted. And me and him were both at one point like, dog, I'm super fucked up. I don't know how we get the fuck up out of here. And the girl tried to make a move on him, and when he wasn't feeling it, <laughs> oh, no. she came over and she tried to make a move on me. And then I was like, dang, she was shit out of luck that and day. And I was wasted. So, you know, I was like, oh, girl, I don't even go that way. No. So, she yeah, was, what are you doing here? So, then her, so her ass, you ain't gay. You just saying that because you think I'm ugly. That's fucked up. Oh, and like my going God. off. And mind you, we are drunk. Poor and we, baby. This is so terrible. Me and my best friend, we're drunk, by the way, right? We just start laughing. <laughs> because she is going off. And it's like, bitch, we don't care. Like, we drunk. And so then she's like, if you gay, make out with him. And he was not about to do what? that. And I was like, okay, so he's not gay, but I definitely am. If the two gays upstairs want to come down, we can have a three-way kiss. I don't know, something. But How old are y'all? It was like 19, 20. Oh, was in college. I'm like, what? Do you know these niggas came downstairs? And I was like, I was just playing about the three-way kiss. And then she was like, well, then kiss me and prove you're not gay. Let me prove that you gay. I said, baby, I would rather kiss any of them dirty dishes in there to prove to you that I'm gay than kiss you. Long story short. Who is this, Respusha? <laughs> shit, proved me you gay. She was, I told you she looks like she's still single today. But the worst part of the story is, after about five more shots per the game, I did at some point kiss her. Oh, shit. Okay. But it was kind of like a rapey kiss. Like, she kissed me. But I was drunk and I was tired of fighting. So I was like, fine, if you want to kiss, girl, Lika. Damn. But I didn't remember it for years. So, and I wasn't in the girl. So it's not like I could be like, damn, you kissed that ugly ass girl. Like anybody could hold it against me. I didn't give a shit. So now that we've told the drunk one, let's move on along. All right, last cycle. Um, this one could be whatever. I'm going to pick parents embarrassing you. That's the theme for mine, if y'all want to do it too. So, um, there was I never really dated anyone in my building growing up because I knew better. <laughs> I always see my cousins dating them plum fools that are sitting on the bench outside. Mm. You know the uh, just all the dudes from the block. I just knew better because I knew they all talked to each other. And if I dated one, he'd be telling the other ones. And I just was like, I'm gonna keep you know my my dirt off the block. But one finally bagged me. Like he was so fine. This is the one I always talk about. His name was Chachi. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie loves Chachi. He, he was fine, friend. He looks like what his name sound like. Like he used to have the two long cornrows. Yeah. That like <laughs> now when you said Chachi. Okay, never mind. The two long cornrows. He had the the um the Jesus piece with the ruby eyes, mm-hmm. the red ruby eyes. Um, the tats that were like the Chinese, you know. Down his arm, Chinese characters. Not you already know. He was always in the wife beater. He always had Jordans. 
Never had a belt. So his little flannel boxers are always coming up. You see it. I know it. <laughs> you know it. I know it. Spanish Harlem, okay? So he bagged me. I don't know how. He was just super sweet all the time. All the other dudes were like either too rough or they were hella insecure. Like they would just be like, oh, you think you're too good for me? You know, that type of bullshit. You're like, bro, I just walked past you. Like I didn't say anything. Like what the fuck? So but he was cool. Like he would see me walk in and he would just kind of walk beside me and be like yo how was school today and I know he played me like he just knew what to say but it worked so I fell for him we started dating oh god <laughs> so we started talking one day I was you know being grown stayed downstairs too long and <laughs> no. and I had a curfew and my mom was never like she wouldn't like enforce it where it was like you had to be upstairs by 12 but she did not like the fact that, like, I was dating someone from the block. Like, it really irked her. And so she was so always she was like, waiting. get your ass. Yeah, like, <laughs> she just didn't want to be want me to be a fast ass, like, mm-hmm. on the block. You know? Mm-hmm. You know how parents worry about, like, right. what the ladies on the block are saying. I was in private school, so she wanted to just, like, keep me a certain way. I don't want to go to the hairdresser and they're talking about my fast <laughs> Exactly. On the block. Exactly. And it's Dominican mom, Dominican hairdressers. Come on. So... I took too long one night. She came downstairs Ooh. with her rollers in her house. I was about to say, you did not bring her out her house? Bruh, she had the rollers, the house muumu, and the the fucking house shoes, the ones that, you, the ones that are like fluffy kind of. Yes. She's yelling at me in Spanish. <sighs> and she was so pissed. Like, when my mom gets pissed, she don't give a fuck. Like, she, it don't matter. She was like... What did I not fucking say? And mm-hmm. she's like yelling, cursing. And I'm just like, oh my. Like, like your worst nightmare as a teenager. My world just Damn. crumbled. Your mom already looks crazy standing <laughs> <laughs> the blo- on the block with all the dudes from the whole block. And she yelled at me and told me to get my fucking ass upstairs. And I just got up <laughs> like the pussy that I felt at that moment. And I went upstairs. <laughs> Damn. And I was so embarrassed and so shook that I didn't come down to chill with people for like years. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, and I'm that cool. Was the last time I'm... I chilled with Chachi. Right. <laughs> like, damn. right. And that was the last time I saw Chachi. <laughs> now nah, we rocked with each other for a while, but I, he had to come meet me on like in the lobby. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, you know when you chill with your boo in the hallway? Because <laughs> your mom won't let him in. <laughs> And you can't leave? She, sitting she, on them steps, yeah. I don't want to come outside and you not steps. sitting out there. <laughs> she be looking to the people, make sure my sneakers are still visible. <laughs> Shit was real. So that <laughs> Shout out to you, Chachi. Last time I heard he was a manager at Forever 21 on 34th Street. Hey, I need Run that up. discount. I'm Shout going in there Chachi. asking for Chachi. I hope you're doing well. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so look. <laughs> what category are you choosing? Um, embarrassing. <laughs> That's enough. Period. The work, okay. So I was working out and oh, no. I was working out with a person and I was keeping up with them in the workout or whatever. And so you guys know how I feel about like passing gas, farting, all that kind of oh, stuff. No. Like it's just not a part of my like day to day life when it comes to other people. Like don't come around here. You know what I'm saying? Farting. Don't be. Don't fart around me. We dating. Don't fart by me. Oh, like, you're one of those. Yeah, I'm one of those. You want me to be perfect? Please continue that. <laughs> continue that perfection, please. 
Like, don't mess with the never fantasy. Break that like, oh, I don't shit. care about a lot of stuff, right? Like, your breath can stink in the morning. Whatever. But you don't want to smell poop. Do not fart around me. Don't be, don't, let's not, we don't even have to talk about it. Can't, I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even want to talk open. about it. Oh, hell no. With the door open. What? <laughs> you, unless you want me to open the front door, you going out that motherfucker too. All the doors going to be open. You sitting in the door in front of me. Uh, yo, so anyway. So I'm work, So I say that to say I'm working out, right? Oh, shit. So, first of all, I'm working out and Anyway, the gym the gym is always like a scene. Anyway, I put it to you like Damn. that. So I'm working out. Long story short, we were doing these sets of warm ups. Mind you, warm ups. So the workout had just started, where it was like push ups, some pull ups, and then it was like these leg raises. You know how you can get up oh, on the machine, fuck. like hold oh, the thing, and like no, raise, lift no. your legs up in the air, like you know. Because you have to uh, put pressure on your abs. Oh shit! So oh no! And again, I wanted to keep up, so I kept <laughs> no. on. You know, I was working out, whatever. Boom, boom, boom. We on like a third rotation. <laughs> I go so like I'm super tired. Mind you, it's like super sets, right? So it's like twenty seconds of rest, whatever. So, but y'all know I ain't no punk, so you know, I'm like, fuck it, I'm finna do this shit, I'm keeping up. So, I go, boom, I do the push-ups, whatever, you know what I'm saying? No. Do my pull-ups and shit, whatever. And the pull-ups was to fail, so you could kind of cheat them a little bit, you right. know what I'm saying? I failed. Anyway, so then I got on the machine and, and raised my legs up, and the very first, I was so tired, right? Like, my body was just, I was spent, because I hadn't even really been working out like, or whatever. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> I lifted my legs up, and the rockets red glare, okay? The bombs bursting in air, okay? I took a knee all right, goddammit. I was like, that knee came to my chest, and I gave that gym my best. And I was so mortified. Now, you know me. So, you know, know I was mortified, like mortified. But I felt like, again, whatever, it happened. So I'm like, and just so you know, that don't count. <laughs> so you still can like, you know what I'm saying? Boom, boom, boom. And I just kept it more. I took ownership of my circumstances. You know what I'm saying? Somebody tried to walk away with all my stuff that day. I had to be like, yo, let me take ownership and take the reins. Okay? Um, yeah, I would have paid to be there. I it was the worst never of times. in a million years would have thought that. That's what it's all the story about. It's the worst of times. Now, don't do that around he me. He said the bombs <laughs> bursting. <laughs> I'm sitting over here. Bombs over back. Ha, ha, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, you got the last one. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I... Okay, so this one goes under embarrassing school moments. Oh, shit. Now, I went to a performing arts high school. Like, it was important. Like, that's important. <laughs> if you go into this high school, you had to be somebody. You had to, like, do a whole audition or two. Like, prove that you're doing classes on the side outside of going to this fucking school. Like, it was a big Ooh, Like deal. LaGuardia here. Yes. Yeah. It was like LaGuardia here because mm-hmm. people would always talk about, like, I remember my acting teacher one time being like, they have schools in New York that do this all the time. You should be blessed to have this in Georgia, not even Atlanta. Like, I remember them making the biggest deal. Anyway, I say all that to say, it was like, I think this was my junior year. It had to be my sophomore, my junior year because I did not finish this acting program for my senior year. But, because we were like the high school we got to do some of our performances at like the community center but it was like the community center that the high our high school 
uh, performing arts raised the money to like build this center. So like whenever you performed at this center, like it was like a big deal. So our school, our program, because it was you know, it was always the same shows over and over, and then every now and then they would throw in some diversity. So every year like we did Bye Bye Birdie. So every year we did Copacabana. <laughs> every year we did Romeo and Juliet. West Side Story, which is also Romeo and Juliet. So it was always fucked up that we did Romeo and Juliet and West Side Story. Omelet or Hamlet. Omelet. <laughs> Hamlet. <laughs> we didn't do a lot of Shakespeare, but Shakespeare was part of the learning. So for this particular year. <laughs> It was uh, another reboot of West Side Story, and I had just did, like, the year before. Let me tell you something. The year before, I did Romeo and Juliet, and I had a small role. I was the apothecary, but we did Romeo and Juliet styled for, like, the beatnik era or some shit, so it was completely different than... Oh, my God, I feel like we did the same shit. Like, everybody always did some extra shit. It's like, why do y'all do this? And then it's, like, the extra shit that other people have already done. So it's like, you're not even being innovative and you're acting like you are. Why did you do that? Anyway, so many things I've learned in my adulthood. Uh, So we're doing West Side Story, and I just done Romeo and Juliet. So for West Side Story, I was Officer Krupke. So I was like, I actually auditioned not wanting a role. Like, I wanted to be part of the ensemble so, like, I could dance or sing. Like, not actually have a line that I need to memorize shit. And I told somebody, it was one of the teaching assistants, I was like, I want to be in this just so I can be as part of the school dance scene. So that's why they made me Officer Krupke, because he's part of the school dancing, but he's not dancing, which is the shit that I wanted to do. Anyway, um, we had to do our show, like, Thursday night, Friday night, twice on Saturday, once on Sunday. So the Thursday and Friday, I did fine. Oh, no, the Thursday, I did fine. The Friday night, I did fine, except I forgot my line. <laughs> now, Officer Krupke ain't got but, like, three or four lines in this entire— <laughs> oh, no. Like, there's a whole number after his ass, but, like, he does, he's not a key role. There's no reason I should have forgot this fucking line. I forget the fucking line. There were probably two or three other people that forgot their lines at some point in the play that like actually called the line. This is show night. This is this is the Friday night show night. Like Thursday night did the shit. And mind you, they chose me because they know I'm like I'm like secure. On I'm it. Sure thing. Like they know it sounds like he got the shit. So let's just give him this. We got to work with his ass. We'll see his ass show night. <sighs> Friday <laughs> night, I forgot this fucking line, and I'm just literally standing there on the stage, like in it, like. Fuck, I'm not even Officer Krupke right now. Like, because when I'm the character, I'm the character. So I'm not even thinking of like uh, line, line, line. But that took you so out. So I'm like standing here, like as Officer Krupke, waiting to say what Officer Krupke's supposed to say. And I'm like, oh shit. Like, <laughs> I, I totally disconnected and I blank. And I'm standing there on stage and I'm like, oh, you could say line. And I'm like, line. The line person wasn't there. <gasps> and so I'm standing there and the line person's like somewhere back in the wings over there. So I'm like, line. And, like, they, they say, don't yell it out, just whisper it. That's when I go, line. And the line person out there, so I literally go. <laughs> and then this girl runs up behind me, and she says what she thought was supposed to be my next line. And then it wasn't. And so I forgot the rest of the blocking. Because, you know, if all else fails, lay, uh, like, depend on the blocking. Forgot the rest of the blocking for the scene. So the girl that gave me the wrong line, and then I said the wrong line, the person in front of me said, that's not your line. Oh, shit. And so the girl, then she ran me off the stage. She was like, come on, Officer Krupke. And we just jigged right the side of the stage and kept it moving. Quick thinking. Do you know? Because well, all y'all high. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened. But do you know, thank you for my mom. Thank you for us being black people because black people, we like to fight for our shit and eloquently. When I got off the stage, like at the end of the show, they were like, great job, everybody. And I had another line after that. Remembered it. No problem. Then they're going to try to tell me, they were like, yeah, we're going to use your backup for the uh, next few shows. Because 
P.S. This I'm telling you only happened because I was black. Like there was no other issue ever. Like there was an issue with me and some of the students, but it wasn't like anything where they needed to take me out for shit. So I'm like sitting there thinking, this is the first time in like two and a half years I have ever needed a fucking line for anything. And y'all are going to take me off this little ass role. I didn't even want this role. I wanted a dancing. I wanted a smaller role where I got to dance and shit. And now you're going to take this from me after you gave it to me because of one little uh, hiccup. So I was like, they were like, oh, we're going to put the backup person on. And I was like, I was like, well, how come I get to, I have to lose my spot? Are y'all putting a backup person who was supposed to give out lines to? I wasn't the only person Ooh. that needed my line during the show. Like, I was the kid that always pushed the envelope. Like, in acting class, I remember saying nigga for one of the exercises just to see if I could get away with it. And our acting teacher had something to say about it, and he tried to say it. And, we, and all the black people in the, uh, the class were, like, waiting for him. We were like, uh-huh. And he was like, yeah, Sante, you know, your use of the word. And I said, which one? And then all the black people were, like, waiting. <laughs> and he was looking. He's like, the, uh, uh, you know, I know that we all come from different backgrounds. And, like, was trying to backtrack like that. And I was like, nigga, please. <laughs> So when they tried to take me off the show, I said, y'all are not doing this shit. But that was the most embarrassing moment of my life. <laughs> Yo, and theater is life. And theater is life. Like, I in the middle of it. I was a theater kid in high school. <sighs> oh, I love it. Loved coming to school in, like, little track pants and bullshit and then being, like, around all the sets and all that shit. But it was, like, literally, you know, white people running this program at a black school and they were trying to uplift the, all the white people in the neighborhood and cater to them. And it was like, the, once I messed up, they were like trying to take me off. And one of the teachers, I remember hearing her say, she was like, we're not going to have that many um, other people. And I just remember being Ooh. like, other people? <laughs> like, this is some bullshit. But everybody <laughs> knew what was up and what was time it was. Shout out to all the black people that made it out of Pebble Brook. Okay? P-E-B-B-L-E Brook. This sounds like an Archie comic. <laughs> like the rival school Pebble Brook. I, I forgot who our rivals were. Damn, now I feel um, <laughs> that was cute, you that guys. Was cute. Thank no you guys for whoever moments. suggested it. Now I, I think, hated it. <laughs> hated it. I think it'd be cute if those of you listening who comment on our SoundCloud and even on the Twitter, if you don't have SoundCloud, drop a couple of yours so that we don't feel as exposed. Oh, I thought that was really cute. That's that's y'all it can email the some of, y'all can oh, email yeah. some of y'all sh- uh, stories too, so I can read them on the train and laugh with y'all. True, true. Or at y'all, right? It if it's matter. too embarrassing, you don't want to post it. But fill up the SoundCloud. I always love reading what you guys have to say. So that's it for this week's hot button issue. Well, wild card. Wow, wild card. <laughs> this week's podcast is brought to you by Latote. You may have heard of Latote and their clothing rental subscription service before. Well, they're introducing a new service with clothes selected by stylists just for you. It's called Latote Select. Pieces in the Latote Select box are about $50 per item, so you get quality fabrics at a fair price. Their personal stylist will help you find looks you love in the styles and sizes that fit just right. No subscription service required. Latote Select is fashion made to last. A one-time box of stylist-selected fashion, hand-picked for you and conveniently delivered right to your door. It's only $20 to try a box, and they'll apply that fee to anything you decide to buy in the box. Just go to latote.com, that's L-E-T-O-T-E dot com slash select to start. Enter promo code ZONE at checkout, and they'll give you an additional $25 purchase credit on your first box. Once you sign up, you'll receive your stylist-selected box within days. Order a box whenever you like and keep the items you love and return the rest unworn. You'll only be charged for the pieces you keep, and it's really that easy. Remember, enter code ZONE at latote.com forward slash select and feel fabulous with stylish selected fashion delivered right to your door. Now let's jump into this week's wellness segment. 
<clears throat> well, 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 well. That's a rough day. <laughs> <laughs> he said it's a rough day. <laughs> you gave me the uh, Uncle J version. <laughs> I gave it all I got. <laughs> Shit. So, okay, here's my question. We sure. discussed um, skincare as far as tools. Remember, like I asked if you guys use any tools to clean your face or for your body. Where I was talking about the cognac sponge. I bought one of those. The sponge. I bought. I, so I had the face one a long time ago, and I didn't realize it because you know you're supposed to replace it every two months, and mm-hmm. I just gave up on using it anyway after the first week. But I got the sponge for the body. And it's the shit. I got the red clay one, the uh, cognac. It's the- yes, isn't it dope? Yes, I take it with me to travel. See, because you know some places don't be having the towel. And Dustin, you have the yeah the, the um, cloth. What do you think? What's I your- love it. Yay! I use it for lip exfoliation. Hell yeah, because it shouldn't um, take your yeah. soul off. You know, I had to. I had to slow down. I said, "Hold on, Harpo." <laughs> <laughs> I got all the way down to the white meat for a minute. <laughs> it looks like I had on white lipstick. I was looking like Keisha Kaor after I took that damn thing off. I was like, "Hold on, goddamn it, let me not." Let me slow my roll, but it is amazing. Isn't it's like it? a loofah washcloth. I knew you would love it. <laughs> yes. Okay, so those were the tools. But here's my question: because both of you have really flawless skin, you do. You have beautiful you skin. Yeah, right. That's a lot. Thank you. The, I'm looking at you. My shit look like a Dooney and Burke right now. <laughs> oh my god! What <laughs> products are you using on your face for cleansing and moisturizing, uh, and on your beards? You both have beards. Oh my god. Well, so I can face. tell you what I'm using on my beard. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, for real. What are you using? So for my face, <laughs> um, so normally I get my black soap. I, I get all of my uh, self-care stuff. This is a shameless plug off of Seam Supreme Products. Oh, yeah. Out of, Shout out to Seam. He's out of, uh, I want to say Detroit, but somewhere out of Michigan. I want to say it's on the Oscars of Detroit. I thought you were talking about DJ Khaled, baby. <laughs> DJ Khaled. Oh Ain't that his Imagine name? It. I seen. Aside. Oh, aside. <laughs> I thought that you, the baby was selling your face shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> now, it'd be probably more expensive. Aside, aside. selling black soap. Now, listen, he got a line. If a Side was selling it, I would buy it because if it get my skin looking as baby smooth as his, I'd be like, well, damn, I need it. Okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, Asim Supreme has always held it down with the black soap and a little Moroccan oil. Mm. But because I'm still waiting on my package because I d- put in a new address this time, I don't know why I did that to myself. I've been using St. Ives, the little uh, the black charcoal one. Mm, throwback. St. Ives. Look, Oh. Remember the scrub? Everybody used that yes, damn oatmeal that, scrub. Yeah. The oatmeal the apricot. Classic. The apricot. Yep. Oh, I still use one. those. So yeah, all those Throw old ass things. Back. Because before the St. Ives, I was, you know, the ponds. The women always used to <laughs> Yo, use the cold cream. Yo, you taking it back. Look, because people, my mom used to use if he all mentions these Avon. <laughs> Skin so soft. Now, why you playing? While you playing, there was something that I had from Avon years ago, and I ran out, and I ain't had no Avon lady. Don't email. I can find me an Avon lady, okay? Um, and I forgot what it was, but it used to be really bomb on my skin. But it was Avon, so I wasn't too sure if I needed to use it long term. Right. But yeah, all them old, like, white woman secrets, uh, I dabbled Yo, in and out ponds of. and oil of Olay. My oil homegirl. Of Olay. Remember oil of Olay? Yes. Oil of Olay used to make the uh, cold cream cleanser. And they yep. all, they, and the night creams. They also used to make a warming cream for your foot, like a warming uh, foot scrub. And I was like, damn, oil of Olay. I don't know if 
if I need my feet to be hot that like high this. Tech. But it was bomb. It worked perfectly. <laughs> now they make that oil of Olay degenerates. What is that shit called? Not Regen- <laughs> the regenerates. Yeah. Where they be doing the catfishing on the commercial. They're like, oil of Olay regenerates. And then and they put the Photoshop right quick. Right, they show old they ass white records. Women. And that's why it was like, oil of Olay degenerates. <laughs> I thought that's what they was doing. Like Ellen. Degenerates. Ellen from dancing. Oil of Olay degenerates. What do you use on your beard? Oh, um... Damn, Thai Maasai. Um, it, it's some I got. There's this oil bar and uh, outside of Atlanta, and they sell Thai Maasai products. T Y M A S A I. He got everything. The Thai light. Now he got this shit. <laughs> this is a Shout different Thai hunter, man. Right. This is a different time. <laughs> but if I don't have that, I also grab my Scotch Porter. Right, you have mentioned that before. Because, you know, the Scotch Porter has got, like, a vanilla smell to it that I really enjoy. Vanilla! So good. So good. So good. So good. What about you, Dustin? My voice came back. I found my voice. Vanilla brought me back. What are you using on your face? Um, I use, right now I'm using, I change up. Mm -hmm. Right now I'm using Neutrogena, the oil-free face cleanser with grapefruit, Mm -hmm. um, the liquid, and then I use their moisturizer, too. That's what I use right now. I was using Dove soap, but we all know how that went. Oh, my God. No. (laughs) (laughs) Not the Dove. I don't want to take my face off over my head, so I was like, you know, or is that Nivea? (laughs) Oh, no, Nivea is the one that that made the light skin lotion. Oh. Right? You rub it on and you get light skin. Remember? Yes. They did? Yeah, Nivea. Oh, my God. But it must have been dubbed. Any point being, <laughs> that's what I'm using Just right now. Just in case. Yeah. What about all your beard? I use um, the... Garnier Fructis Ooh, leave-in you, conditioner. Listen to you. And I just comb it. You got to comb. You got you to gotta comb. Mm-hmm. Now you got to comb that beard. That's what people don't realize. <laughs> you got to comb it. And you got to use the thin tooth side. Oh, you yeah? You really get in there and yes, get it out. It hurts. But yeah. That sounds like it. Doesn't days. it make the hair snap? Probably. Yeah. Ooh, but that's how I know I'm hairs. doing a good job. <laughs> Work. Hey, All right, what? so because I, you guys know, I've always used the oil cleansing. On your method. beard? Oh, sorry. My, on my beard, too. <laughs> Shout out to me. Um, no, I've always used the oil cleansing method for like the past, God, I don't even know, six years, five mm-hmm. years? Um, probably five, six years. Um, I started out with almond oil and then I moved on to apricot oil, which is what I've been using for the past year and I love it. But you know what? I was about to say, I have been doing my YouTube. Hey, friend, hey, classwork. Hey, you ain't never <laughs> said apricot oil on there. My course Because I haven't been on I, YouTube I know, this year. I know you just I, said it was I new. So that's what I'm saying. I know you ain't. Right. <laughs> you know, everybody. <laughs> he was like, been, wait a minute. You know, everybody been on your YouTube. I got the almond milk or the coconut. Oil. I know. I was like, apricot. I heard that. I need to do like an updated video. Um, <laughs> but I started using apricot oil by the Now Foods brands, which you can find obviously on Amazon or Vitacost or um, Christian uh, Mingle. Foods. Christian, <laughs> they sell it there too. That's on a the, different. The, that's yeah, a different on oil. the black web. Christian Mingle, they <laughs> the where they sell the bootleg web. oil and shit. Bootleg blessing oil on the black. <laughs> the black web Christian Mingle. Oh my god! <laughs> they selling fake ass prayer cloths and shit. <laughs> they send you a roll of buy that roll of paper towel. Donald Trump was throwing. That was the bootleg <laughs> prayer cloths they sell on the fake Christian Mingle on the black web. Damn it! Talk about go ahead, <laughs> right? So it's been fine to see, like, my skin's fine, it's working fine. But I did notice, since I'm getting older, my skin, and then with my travel schedule, because, you know, mm-hmm. when you're on flights, it's hella cold. Mm-hmm. The air quality is totally different. You're traveling from different cities, so different temperatures. Mm-hmm. So my skin is kind of, like, going through it, I've noticed. 
So I had to kind of like up the ante a little bit with moisture and cleansing and and really get the the grit out. Like it just seemed different. I'm like, okay, it's, it's my schedule is a little bit heavier, so right. I had to use heavier products. So I have really sensitive skin. I'm talking about you just breathe on me. And I have a rash or a breakout. Y'all saw this weekend mm-hmm. I had a, a, an allergic reaction to a product just that I had tested. And then my eyes looked like I was fucking chilling with Mike Tyson. But so crazy. I, <laughs> they looked so bad. No, I don't mean like that. But I was like, oh, what am I going to try? I'm like don't have time to test shit right now either you know with our schedules and people taking pictures i'm like i don't really have time to test a product but i had to just take my chance and i tested out this product called mad hippie Mm -hmm. have you ever seen it Mm -mm. it's on the shelves at whole foods if you go on the beauty section and the skincare section it's mad hippie and it has incredible ingredients it's a whole beauty line so i really didn't know like which products to grab. So I just kind of took my chance and grabbed um, the, the, what did I grab? I grabbed the cream cleanser mm. and it has jojoba, green tea, macadamia oil, and okay. orchid extract. Those okay. are the active ingredients. So it's all natural. Um, I was reading the reviews even after I got it and it's literally people are like, this shit is amazing. It's, it's, I would say that if you someone that suffer, if you're someone who suffers from like serious or severe acne, this might not be the product line for you because it's light. I would say it's more so for people who just need like uh, more moisture, you know, or toning or um, evening of complexions, you know, like yeah. problems that aren't more like long term. Will it fix my wrinkles? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Damn. I'm getting up there. I'm going to regenerate. <laughs> but this one, it says, is a gentle balancing cream cleanser that removes free radicals and impurities while moisturizing and healing. But like I said, it is a light product. Um, I do have sensitive skin, so I can't sit here and co-sign, you know, whether it's going to, like, clear your acne because I don't have acne right now. I was able to heal it by using the old cleansing method. So I'm already starting with like a different palette. You know what I mean? So I might not be a good gauge for those of you who have uh, skincare problems. But if you have, um, I guess it would be considered, you know, like balanced skin or your pH is balanced or normal skin. I hate saying that, but I mean, that's what they label it as. Label it as. Then I think it's something you should consider trying. I also bought the vitamin C serum and it actually has cognac root, which is the same as the sponge. Does it? And higher, huh? I was going to ask something really stupid. I was going to say, does it play vitamin C every time you open it up? <laughs> Put a smile on your face. Make the one You know why I hate you? Because now you, every time I grab yeah. it. Think about it. Look, you go open the jar. Put a, put a, put a smile on your face. And I love it because the vitamin C is uh, an antioxidant blend. It brightens and tightens and smooths the skin. Since I'm getting older, it's a nice... Uh, it's a nice contribution to my skincare because, like you said, wrinkles. I do need my skin to be a little taut so I can stay <laughs> youthful. <laughs> so that's, that's right. what, yeah, so I've been using that. Um, and then I still moisturize with the apricot. Mm. Like, that's the final step. So I'm going to try their moisturizer. I just didn't buy it because it is a little bit pricey. It's not like the cheapest brand. Um, so I'm going to grab the moisturizer now that I know that the cleanser and vitamin C serum work. But just wanted to put that out there. If someone's happened, 
I can't speak today. If someone happens to be looking for a new product line to try that has like really incredible, natural, amazing, nutrient-heavy ingredients, then Mad Hippie is something to consider. Um, M-A-D-H-I-P-P-I-E. And like I said, I saw it right on the shelves at Whole Foods in the beauty section. So something to put on your radar. It's really dope. I'm super happy with it. My skin looks great. You know, it's always a chance with skincare. Take so, a chance always. It is always For a chance. Real. And it's kind of annoying, especially when you are melanated. Yeah. Because <laughs> okay. products aren't usually for us. Okay. Um, so I'm glad that this one worked out. So something to throw on your radar. If you've tried it, I'd love to hear your thoughts and your feedback. And that's it for this week's wellness segment. Now let's jump into the music man but before we do that mm-hmm. i had a couple of questions for you about this apricot oil you've yeah. been using mm-hmm. uh you using it today i'm assuming yeah is it a little scented is it just nope no scent to it it's very very subtle yeah yeah you can it's not like a sweet like you know you walking around smelling like fruit no it's not like that at all because it's pure it's right. pure 100 apricot oil because, you know, when I was doing black soap And it's a light time, oil. So you see I don't look greasy. Right. Yeah. That, and that's why right. I was asking, too. Because, you know, when I do the black soap, mm-hmm. it... um I don't want to say it dries my skin all the way out. It's like a perfect... Well, black soap is actually tricky. Well, I was Because say, it, it tends to dry your face out. You have to be using it, like, with an oil or with a very heavy moisturizer. Well, I have very oily skin, mm, which is why So the, it might help you balance it out. Right, right. So, like, it dries my face out, like, to the perfect dryness. Okay. And then sometimes when I put oil on it, it might be, like, too heavy of an oil. Right. So that's why I was like, maybe I'm going to try apricot. Try apricot. Yeah, because you know I love almonds, but I will say almond oil, sweet almond, is a little bit greasy. You mm. look shiny. I always looked a little shiny in the face. But now I think apricot oil, even rosehip is another good one. I was using that for a while. Those are probably my two favorite because they they're like drier oils. You just can't really see them when you put it on. So something to consider. Doing that. Right. Well, moving right back on into the music, man. <laughs> because of the topic today, I've decided to do a really fun, hopefully fun icebreaker. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about our favorite musicians, performers, and embarrassing moments of them that we maybe thought were funny, but we know oh, that we shoot. love them. So it's not like, you know, fucked up to laugh. <laughs> um, I want to start this segment off. Because this is really fucked up, and it, but it was really funny at the time. Oh, God. But I, I love this why. artist to death, Miguel. Oh, damn it. You took mine. <laughs> because when he did that split oh, on and he that. he almost decapitated the girl in the almost audience. took that girl off. You know I saw that as someone's Halloween costume today. Mm-hmm. Did you see the picture? Oh, I saw it what? Last year. <laughs> oh, what? They had the white suit and someone's head in between. No. <laughs> Terrible. I'm sorry, but when that shit happened at the time, I could not stop laughing. I was like, this is so funny. No, I was shook because I'm like, how hurt was that girl? But when they showed her backstage right after with him and they were like, oh, she going to be all right. She got to meet him. I was like, that girl probably don't feel it yet. In the morning, she calling somebody. (laughs) But I was like, damn, that's I did think that too. Let's hit her back in like a week. (laughs) Okay. Like, I was at work today and I felt Miguel, uh, Miguel around my you neck. You took like, mine. I need time. I'm sorry, that was fucked up, but funny. Dustin, you you go. <laughs> um, Mary J. Don't have embarrassing. Oh, 
I'm not even talking about her. She's not even on the dock. I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> I see. thought of one, but I'm not bringing it up because I know he'll kill me. Thank you. <laughs> Let's see. Who um, <laughs> who can I pick? I am not even here anymore. My, bo- <laughs> My Fantasia. <laughs> really? What has she oh, done? Oh, no. <laughs> well, this wasn't really an embarrassing moment. It was just funny. There was a 2020 interview that Fantasia uh, was a part of. They went to her family home, okay. and her I thought you were going to bring up that movie about her, remember? No. <laughs> but her father, um, he had the, the brother singing Old MacDonald. And he was, he had all the children, <laughs> but it started off with Fantasia. She was singing <laughs> Old MacDonald. Please let me she do said, it. Old MacDonald had a farm, and then the father goes, Fellas? Oh, I thought she said that. That's why I was dying. <laughs> Fellas? <laughs> and then the brothers go, it's the blackest <laughs> E I E I O I have ever heard in my life. They literally E I E I O all down in the ground and shit. So it's literally like why were they doing this? I can only imagine like watching that with some. Never mind, but that that it is literally cooning personified. And I love Fantasia to death, but that's what it is. Oh man, I had a even hers, it was it was a little bit more drawn. It was, I just you why just were they doing this? They were at singing at home, happy but to be singing that? as a family. <laughs> that of father, all songs. yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and spin the wheel mm-hmm. with Mariah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't spin the wheel. <laughs> what your embarrassing moment? Never mind. Go on, Lamb. <sighs> um, damn, which one? Lamborghini Maybe her. New Year's and <laughs> New Year's. But she don't even be embarrassed. Like, she that's, don't. That's why I that's love, why her. I love like, her. Yeah, like remember she the New Year's Eve special. I think it was coming into this year, right? Yep. Where she forgot the words. Was that what happened? And she just started talking. And she was just strutting day. around and talking about what was going on. Wasn't she holding like a glass of champagne? <laughs> and she and then she tweeted the next day. I remember she was like, uh, "Cheers to." Making mistakes or something like like she just didn't care. She, she didn't give a care, fuck. and that's what makes it so great. I seen a clip the other day. She was literally whistling on the mic. <laughs> she literally the she put the the mic to the towards the audience, and they sang part of it. And then she put it up to her mouth, and she was like, <laughs> <laughs> and she was like rolling her eyes up in the air. Mariah just don't give a fuck. She's a thug. She but I'm wondering why, why like she's her. doing this. Because she can now. Just to do it. She she had one of the greatest voices of all time. Her vocal prowess back in the 90s. I and mean. Early, it's unmatched. Unmatched. So like you. forever. No one will ever be able to do that. Ariana Grande, she sounds good, but she'll never be able to do what Mariah no, Carey did. No, no. She don't have the range. So at this point, she can just do that. She don't have to no more. She already did it. So that's why she did. That's why she stood still on the um, BET Hip Hop Honors. <laughs> I thought it was the BET Trick Hip Honors. I thought maybe Not her leg was. Hip. I thought she had a trick slip hip disc <laughs> or something. That's why she was standing still on the Hip Hop Honors. That's why she had that stand up at the beginning. Oh gosh! Like you scaling a wall. <laughs> you don't even scale a, t- a one step up. You need help and assistance to come on up. So you think we're going to believe you're scaling a wall? Do you remember when MTV used to do those, um, was it the Diaries or Cribs? And she was on the Stairmaster in heels in her gym. Yes. (laughs) She had one of the most iconic, legendary Cribs episodes. And she got in the tub with the bubbles. 
Oh, and she's it's still forever. Negligee. I love you, Mariah. Mariah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not even... Speaking of she cribs, I just want to say, forever ago, Trina had a Cribs episode, mm-hmm. and people for so long were clowning her. They was like, damn, you Trina, you just showing us this little-ass house? It, yeah, because it was actually hers. It was actually a, her livable-ass house that she bought. Right. And so While to me, I'm sitting there thinking like... renting shit for the show. For, with that Versace china. All of the words. Everybody. And that bar, her shit was nice. All of the her words. Her and Redman. Remember Redman's mm-hmm. cribs? <laughs> the now, screen Red door <laughs> That nigga didn't give a fuck. Mm-mm. The screen but door fell I just off. needed it to be pointed out that Trina is still standing. Kept it real, so too. So even though people cackled their asses down, she's still throwing out them hits and she's still cashing them checks. Train being 17 years later. Okay, now another random fade moment that I just have to talk about. Uh, Britney Spears, just in general, when she oh, just man. lost it. And she just shaved all her head off and she was attacking the car with the paparazzi and shit. I think that was around... With the umbrella, remember? Yes. And that was around the blackout era, so... Um, and that album was dope. I just want to say, Britney, if Shout you out to The Clutch. <laughs> Carrie, yes. all mm-hmm. y'all. Y'all yes. did y'all motherfucking thing. Right? I just really wish, and I didn't even go or care to go see Britney perform like that, but I just really wish that there would have been a tour from that before she lost it because Blackout was a bomb-ass album, but I don't care about Britney Spears today. The Jam. It's Britney, bitch. Okay. And look, you know, the remix. It's Britney, bitch. And Lil' Kim, ho. Remember on the remix? <laughs> Lil' Kim, the version with Lil' Kim, she said that right after Britney said it's Britney. Oh, I'm yes. about to go home and listen to that. Lil' Kim. You be taking Kim me back. Ho. Well, what was, was that cute. Britney song where she was in the tub in the video? And it was song, I guess I need you, baby. Oh, my God. Oh, tiny. I love that song. Every, um, every time. Every time. Yes. Yeah. Every time I try, I can't I Y'all got to see Dustin reenacting that. I I need you, baby. I love that song. <laughs> She was talking about Justin Timberlake. He had put that thing on a guy. Now, do you remember when Justin Timberlake's ass uh, dropped Cry Me a River with the Britney extra in there? Cry me, cry me. Baby, go on and just... That was a badass song. It was. And video, because yes. I remember watching that video the whole last time, knowing that it was she was not going to turn around and that be Britney Spears. That whole run where he, Britney broke his heart. He, he was gave gone. some good music. Justin and Timbo did that. Because what goes around comes around. What goes around goes around goes around. He wrote that to Britney about them wearing them denim tuxes on the red carpet. That's and him, what that song was about. Well, what goes around comes back around. And bitch. him and Chimbo, they loved the good O on the track. Oh, 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 oh. Well, I guess the name is done, so I guess I'll be leaving. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, Timbo and Justin. Timberland produced Ooh. the shit Cute. out of that music. Cute. Shout out to them. The, Ooh, what an era. Everybody loved. Shout out to all y'all producers that like really made Justin what he is today because Timbaland, Pharrell, uh, Pharrell. Because remember dun. we were talking about that Senorita when that whole senorita. way was happening and shit. Janet, now, everybody that produced him and made know. him what he is, Janet Jackson. And apologize about the titty. I mean, you got your opportunity. You got the sage and shit next year. Strike while it's Apologize about the titty. Ain't, Ain't nobody. Didn't they say he's gonna bring her out? Apologize about the titty. <laughs> do you I think she should do it? Nope. No. No. I think she's. You know what than I would do anyway. if I were her? I would do it and take my titty out and put the middle finger up and walk off stage. I would yeah. too. Honestly. She could get away with I it. I swear to you, I would do that. Only because even when the, the nipple came all out, all of that was ridiculous. It was so ridiculous. I remember it's, thinking this it's is entertainment. Crazy. And then the nipple was covered. It's not like and he, it was he a whole did tassel. it. And we giving Janet the fever for him pulling the shit out. 
Oh, well, her outfit could have... Like, what? She had a fidget spinner around her titty when she oh when he God. pulled it. Didn't she have a fidget spinner over she her nipple? She did have a big yeah. red tassel. <laughs> it was a fidget spinner when he put that thing off. Innovative. You know she always was first. Every time. That's my Janet. All right, well, any listens lately that the class would like to share? Listens lately? Yes, actually. Actually? Who are you listening to? I have been consistently banging the songs off of this new um, project by Future and Young Thug. Young Thug. Super Slimy. My favorite songs are... and ignore these titles because they sound oh, you gosh. Know, I just like the way the music sounds but the songs are uh, Feed Me Dope <laughs> um, All yes. the Smoke Three No Cap Paytech Water Drip On Me is amazing All right. Yes. Mink Flow and then Group Home which I think is a great one to close it out with so I've just been kind of listening to that album how about y'all? Um, I've been listening to The Her Volume 2 I do like it. Oh, yeah, how many tracks is on there? Is it a lot? Yes. Okay, I need to go check it out then. Yeah, when is she coming out with Old Girl? She should jump a project called Old Girl. Her? Old Girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Old Girl. I've, um, Snow Allegra has yeah. a new project. Oh, it's a whole thing? And it's called Feels. Yeah, you about mm. to put me on. Right? And I do like it. It's very good. Um, you know, Maroon 5 has a new track called Whiskey. Featuring ASAP Rocky, and I love it because it's very reminiscent of their old sound. It's mm. so full, like they kind of went. It's not fully like you know, right. but we've been hearing them play out the whole pop lane, like that's just been right. their thing. And so the fact that they kind of went back, it's you know, it's like a slow. It's it's like a ballad. It's yes. so full, and just hearing Adam Levine sing like that just kind of took me back. So I really like. It. It's called Whiskey. Um, who else have I been listening to? Oh, and uh, Napalm's album from Hiatus Coyote, Needle Paw, yes, is out, and I really like it. Yeah, and that's it. That's all I've been listening to. This Shout week. out to Hiatus Coyote. I know. Okay, so fucking dope. So hot. And the project is really good. I was actually wearing her tour T-shirt at the Philly stop. I know a lot of you are like, where's that T-shirt <laughs> from? It's from her tour. So definitely check her out if you can, because it's an amazing show. And her opening acts are fucking hilarious. Who opened? <laughs> Miss Laura, right? It's um, Madison McFerrin. And then this I, other girl. I can't remember her name. Do you remember the funny one? Jay, it's... Uh, it's like... J- Jania, Jay. What, what, it, you sent it to us. I don't remember, but she is funny. She literally had a 30-minute set and only sang for eight minutes of it. The and rest was like stand-up comedy. <laughs> yes. She was hilarious. Go off. She made people get up on stage. She was like, let's make a an art exhibit. And she was. She made one girl just walk across the stage the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about the whole time. Which Someone else. back and forth. <laughs> That's back the kind of bullshit I She was I like, let's make an installation. Someone else was hugging. These two guys were just hugging over and over again. Another girl was doing handstands. She made it interactive for y'all. And we we were cracking up because people were like, when the fuck are you going to sing? <laughs> Her Instagram no. is actually jayla.music with a K. So it's J-A-A-L-A dot M-U-S-I-K. And she's funny as shit. And then we were like, okay, so she's just not going to sing. <laughs> and then she was like, you get up here. It's fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> She was so But then she finally funny. sang for the last eight minutes and she was great. 
And we yeah. were like, what? Y'all had to earn it. We did. <laughs> I couldn't tell if she was joking or if she was really shook. So, she was a whole inter- complete I entertainer. I mean, so like, funny. But definitely check out the show because you will be... If she does that for every show, yeah. I mean, I don't know. But that was really awesome. So, yeah, that's it for me. What about you? I have just... Um, not to toot my own horn. I have just been playing over October over and over again. Shout out to everybody that has been following the playlist. Uh, there are 170 of you, it looks like, on Spotify at the moment. And mm-hmm. I cannot tell how many of you are following on Apple Music. But I did unlock a bunch of you, or I added a bunch of you on Apple Music. So if you requested me, I have uh, accepted you. If you are recently requesting me, I will accept you. I'm literally going through looking at everybody's faces. If you don't have a oh, face... Oh, you have to re- receive requests and stuff? Well, I did. You oh, know, you can I make just, it that way. I okay. made mine private just to see if people were really following me or if it was just a lot of spam or whatever. Got you, got so you. if you are following me, put up your picture just because it looks really cute and cool when I take snap, uh, screenshots of all the people and it's all faces. So if you are following me on Apple Music, you can see... The that I am still listening to Lil Uzi Vert, Love is Rage 2. True. Um, and I've also just been listening to The New Future and Young Thug, Super Slimy is Dope. Um, and Kalila, or Kalela. Kalela, I, yeah. I need to um, actually go back and listen to her first project and get a better feel on her. Um, outside of that, I've been revisiting old Don. Don has... Me too, man. That's sand songs, like... Well, I've, I've been going back before that. Uh, I've been doing Golden Heart, which is the album she has 86 on. Oh, my um, God. Pretty Wicked Things. Uh, just some really, really dope, awesome, crazy music that she made. Didn't she release a visual recently? She did. She. Uh, it was like her and two girls was it dancing. Redemption? Um, yes, and I just watched and it. And it was dope because it was like in the dark, but I think they were like glowing. I don't know. It was just cool. She always gives really cool visuals. Yeah, like, that was dope. One and of her things, body looks incredible. Oh, bitches working. Right. Like one of the things that I always have hated was the whole like making the band thing. Like she's always going to be the girl from that group. No, she's but not. But she has like worked her ass off mm-hmm. since then. Even like in the in between the uh, getting back together and even after, you know, them getting back together like and splitting several times. She's always right. just been working and dropping projects and I don't even think of Danity Kane when I see her to be ev- honest I, ever anymore. I don't she's completely surpassed completely. completely like when I see a single or a visual I don't think like oh Dawn from Danity Kane Mm-mm. ever ever literally ever and like I loved Danity Kane like I still have songs of theirs that I can think of and identify and when I listen I'm like oh yeah Dawn killed the song and the girls actually all were talented as fuck so like I gave yeah. them all their flowers yeah but yeah still, it's no diss right no not at all but like super appreciated that but can still appreciate the entity that is done on her own because yep. she I really feel like as an artist she cared about her craft way more than she did all the other shit agreed you know what's really crazy is that Andrea from um, Danity Kane mm-hmm. looks like Adrian Baylon and Jeannie Mai like mix like if you morph them into what? one person <laughs> she look that would be Andrea from Danity Kane <laughs> and I'm laughing because I see it like <laughs> Jeannie Mai and she, no. Andrea from Danny Kane is like the Coogee sweater of Jeannie Mai the and Adrian Bailon. That's what she is. Yo, oh. the inner workings of your brain. That <laughs> I love the face. You're like, yeah, I see it, man. Spot on. Yeah. Spot on. 
I can't take it away. It's spot on. It's just unbelievable yes. to me how like literally uncanny. like that is <laughs> not uncanny. I was waiting for one of y'all to say that. Imagine uncanny. Imagine going on Wendy's show and she's like, "All right, now tell me who the, this is more. Who these people are morphed?" And it's literally them. And you're like, <laughs> imagine being like Andrea from Diddy Kane, and then she's like, "Good guess, but no." And it does look like if you put two people on the side, both sides of it, and one each one of them take an arm. One of them gonna walk away with Adrian Bayline, and one of them gonna walk away with Jeannie uh, uh, Mai. <laughs> Just an observation. That's all. Just an observation. So, um, outside of all the praisings of Don that I love so much, uh, again, check out Over October. It's featuring old joints, new joints. I started off with love the title. Uh, yeah, because I was Over October, but <laughs> I felt like all the songs that I picked were. Cool mid tempo to upbeat, but still some have like a darkish, fallish, maybe October Halloween feel to them. Mm. Um, a lot you could shake your ass to, some you could cry to if you want, I guess. Um, some sexy music. Um, I put Sabrina Claudio on here. Yes. I also put Baka Not Nice, newer song and an older song. Baka Not Nice. Um, I can't read that without laughing. <laughs> and <laughs> like a menu item, right? Can I get a Baka Not Nice, please? You want uh, the pine or the court? <laughs> I, I want to, a full order of Baca Not Nice. <laughs> Definitely not a half. Um, oh, God. I also added Trippy Red, um, Division, a lot of cuts from Gucci Mane. Oh, I also wanted Gucci to feature... Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci <laughs> Gang. Um, I also wanted to give a special <laughs> shout out. Uh, I wanted to give a special moment to Lizzo. She dropped a song called Truth Hurts. And I actually watched the video before I heard the song. And the video was super like all over the place and quirky and like crazy as fuck. And I loved it. Lizzo is somebody that has been a longtime supporter of the show. Shout out to Lizzo. Lizzo. I met her at DragCon maybe a month ago now. Damn, time is flying. And I have All fo- right. followed her on Instagram. Lizzo is a bigger woman, and she be shaking her big ass all up and down Instagram. And <laughs> I love that shit. So shout the fuck out to you, Lizzo. She's beautiful. Truth Hurts is the fucking shit, and you should go listen to that track. If you're not feeling like the shit, she going to remind you that you are the shit. I just want to play the first, like, second. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! That line threw me. That is. I was like, I'm 100 percent that. Instagram caption right there. Yes, ain't that a caption? Yes, and you know, get crunk. I just, you know, it gets me dancing, but I couldn't get to that part. She's like, you could have had a bad bitch, and then the beat drop. I'm like, okay, let's go tell that nigga what he missing out on. So if you out there, you need a little bit of support and you want some encouragement, listen to uh, Lizzo. Truth hurts, and that is the music man segment for this week. Today's episode of The Friend Zone is also brought to you by HelloFresh. Now, HelloFresh is the meal kit delivery service that makes cooking more fun so that you can focus on the whole experience and not just the final plate. Think of them as a farm-to-box company. HelloFresh wants everyone to have access to fresh ingredients that inspire great meals, but they don't stop there. There's also a couch-to-kitchen company because the best way to kick those 5 p.m. excuses is by feeling unstoppable in the kitchen. HelloFresh currently offers customers a classic box, a veggie box, and a family box. Customers can order three, four, or five different meals per week designed for either two or four people. New recipes are created every week. 
HelloFresh sources the freshest ingredients measured to the exact quantities needed so that there's no food waste. And they employ two full-time registered dietitians who review each recipe to ensure it's nutritionally balanced. In six easy-to-master steps, HelloFresh will get you chopping, zesting, and cooking like a natural. That's because most of their recipes take just 30 minutes and require minimal equipment. And now... HelloFresh is offering light fall meals and has just introduced breakfast options, all at less than 10 bucks a meal. HelloFresh works so well for a guy on the go like myself. Um, I was fortunate enough to try several of the different options. The shrimp, oh my God, the chicken was delicious. And you know when the chicken is good, it's all good. <laughs> so HelloFresh is perfect for someone on the go like myself. It's been such an aid to me. And for 30 bucks off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com and enter code FRIENDZONE30. That's code FRIENDZONE30 at HelloFresh.com to get $30 off your first week with HelloFresh. Moving right on along to the Asking for a Friend segment. Mr. TV Land. No. Oh, TV Land. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just knew that we did one of the segments earlier. I was like, we've already knocked this one out. No, that was, was before not, we right, recorded. Right, it was Black Business. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're moving on to TV Land. What you got for us this week, Dustin? Oh, and a lot of shit happened, too. Yeah, so, oh, that's right. Ooh. I just see Reunion talk on Twitter. Oh, gosh. So this week, um, it was the reunion of season four of Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. The part two, the closing of the reunion. I'm clearly behind because I you didn't know? realize it ended. So is the show, but <laughs> so um, is the show. <laughs> it was, you know, there's some talent on the show and there's some memorable characters. There are some people who like Zell Swag is enjoyable to watch on TV. He's a mess. He's a lot of different things, Funny. but he is hilarious to watch. He makes good television. I just. For some reason, this season of Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, it was like I watched it not being fully invested into the storylines, but I watched it more through a lens of what these people were doing with their presentation of themselves on camera and what they're bringing to the show. I really, really analyzed the show to see what everybody contributed and why they were there and why I was watching it. Because I'm like, I know, I understand this is like, our generation's dynasty, Knott's Landing, Dallas, whatever. It's like our nighttime soap. You know what I mean? We have love and hip-hop on Monday nights. We look forward to it weekly. But why am I watching this franchise? I asked myself that as I watched this season. Who am I invested in? Why am I interested in this? So as I'm watching this show and I'm evaluating these characters, character by character, the show, it was just like it crumbled in front of my face. And like Masika... Mm. um, I don't know. I, I I thought that I liked the fact that she was not willing to fight and get nasty on camera with Alexis. But then I questioned, it, like, is it really you not wanting to like roll in the mud, in the mud rather, or are you really intimidated by this girl who you know had a legitimate relationship with this guy who you knew was like a come up for you? But wasn't so, she fighting other people? She was fighting everybody. Right. So was I just like. And then, so all that goes on, and then her and her friend Zell get into an argument, and you see her on Instagram Live, you hear audio of her calling him all kind of faggots and shit, like, you fucking faggot, like when she's angry with him, you know what I mean, going off saying all that kind of stuff. So I really don't have anything else for her. shit, what is going on with these And on the reunion, she had a wig pulled into a ponytail, which, you know, like for me, we can start there, like, I just, (laughs) what is the point? Pick. One, you know what I mean? You have you wear a ponytail, 
or you can get a wig. Why you got to pull the wig into the ponytail? And it was one of those cheap wigs where they don't differentiate, like, the shape of the hairline. So it just looked like she took a headband with hair on it and put it on the front of her forehead and then just pulled back. So there's a visible, like, seam. Mm. It's almost like her forehead got an inseam. I've never seen anything like it. So she pulls it up into a ponytail. She decides in the makeup chair, because you know they all feel like this is their opportunity to have a look. We at the reunion, so I'm about to have a look. Gowns, beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns. Well, in this case, Masika's makeup artist, and I'm all about expression and, you know, artistic um, outlet and creativity and all that. You know, show off your stuff. She had, like, red makeup all the way around her entire eye, like, surrounding her eye. No, like, you know how they put the black part around the lid of the eye to make it look like the last? There was none of that. It was just all red, and then that plastic hair pulled up into the thing. I'd never seen anything like it, so she looked like a Lego almost. Like, I had never— Wait till we get this TV working. It's going to be over for you, friend. We're going to just start pulling oh, all this no. stuff up for you. And yeah, because we need, we need clips. <laughs> we need we need reference because I just— For those listening, we have a TV in the studio now. Then she's pushing all these lines, right? She says she has a makeup line. What? How? Does Masika know anything about, you know, like combining the chemicals and the ratios and the balances and this? I just feel like if you use Kari Barbie Beauty— you know, I don't know. I just feel like your face, you know what I'm saying? Like, you never know. Your ear might end up underneath your nostril or something. It might be some weird reaction, you know what I mean? Because her cheap ass ear. then tried to hurry up and produce the makeup fast, you know what I mean? To say she has a line. And then she says she's an artist. She was performing. I'm just under, I'm just, I've just checked out of Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Safe to say, I have completely checked out. Are I'm going to continue watching? to watch. Oh, okay. Just because it's Mona, and and that's just what we do, right? But I have nothing. It never really had like Atlanta had soul to the franchise. Even the characters on New York, there was just some authenticity. This literally feels like Keisha Cole shot some scenes, and then they corralled a bunch of people in like a fence, and they were like, "All right, on the count of three. <laughs> Y'all run out there and it was go. You know what I mean? Like that was it. So I've just never seen anything. Yeah. I've just never seen anything like it. Oh. It's like, why did you do that? You look awful. Sorry. (laughs) And it's blurry. So yeah, that's it. But wait, didn't um Keisha Cole perform? Mm Mm-hmm. She did a song called Incapable. (laughs) <laughs> on the Love and Hip Hop Hollywood stage. Now, for me, let me just go ahead and say it. I felt like it was shady. You know what I'm saying? Because you're on this show with all these other people who pretend to be music artists. And then you get up there, a legitimate signed artist working, right? Who has done nothing but pimp this whole platform out to your advantage, for as album, you should have. Yeah. And you get up there and sing a song called Incapable. Oh, shit. To an audience of people who are the great pretenders when it comes to being <laughs> musicians. I just found it shady. And I loved it but was it like a stage with yeah. lights and everything it was a like, real full-scale performance you wow, know how mona bro. does that the people who she wants to be the marquee talent on the cast mm-hmm. they always get to perform hell jocelyn even performed one time people i didn't realize because it's been going for a while that these reunions will sometimes have random performances that will throw me off i went back and watched an old housewives reunion where Candy performed. No, not Candy. Kim Zosiak performed. Oh, God. And then Candy came the out. Ring so it was like, why are y'all doing this in the reunion? But go on. That song was about a Nuva ring. That's how she had all the damn kids. 
That's that song. The nouveau ring didn't mean a thing. <laughs> she gave birth to all her sisters. Yeah, but Love & Hip Hop, oh, I'm just, boy. it's just soulless. I'm over it. Can I so. say something quickly about Love & Hip Hop? Mm-hmm. I just want to do a really fast praise report and just give a shout out to Nina Parker. <laughs> Nina Parker was looking good as fuck. She, Nina Parker. She was holding everybody accountable for their shit. Like, she was like, you know, everybody around here is laughing, but I just want to know what's so funny about... Ooh. You know, like, she was, like, nailing people to the wall. When it was time for people to go, she was like, you know, he needs to, like, he can't be here anymore. She was calling shots like she's supposed to be doing. I hear that. So Shout I out like to that. Nina. Yeah, so I just wanted to go ahead and give her some her. words of encouragement, empowerment, and I would love to see her back. So. Is that it? That's, That's all you're going to give us today? That is it. <laughs> you're so, like, disenchanted. I'm done. Like, I just, I don't want anything else to do with it. I can't wait to watch New York. Um, there's several new people on there that I'm gonna watch, but then today I saw a clip from that, and it was Mariah Lynn like with this this. Oh, oh I forgot what New York was. <sighs> I'm just who's over on. It. Who else is on New York? Any new characters? <laughs> Little Mo. Oh shit. Yeah, Little Mo and her husband. I could the be on boxer there. dude. Mm-hmm. From Philly. Um, let me see who else is gonna be on there. <laughs> Dream Doll, this girl who raps who oh used to my. be on the Bad Girls Club. Don't call oh. her She's this girl that raps. It's awful. She has a song called Talk to Me Nice, and it's it never mind. No more comments. <laughs> oh, yep. This guy I know named he Trent he Cruz. Yo. He's gonna be on there. Trick. Trent. Oh. Yep, Trent Cruz. He's a singer here in New York City. I know him. He's gonna be on there. Um, who else is gonna be on the show? Talk to me nice. Yandy's gonna be on there. Everything nice. Yandy's gonna be on there. Yandy's gonna be on there. I think it's gonna be a tough season for Yandy. Wow. Um, I just feel like everybody's coming out guns blazing toward her, and mm. she just gave sent a happy birthday post to Kimbella, and Kimbella kind of hit her with the he like, uh, I ain't even talked to you. This is cool for like the your optics or whatever, but not your optics. And I feel like Kimbella kind of did that. She had her own agenda too, but I just Yandy. The storyline you got to prep. It's getting it. a little tough. So Yandy over there looking like this. Well, so yeah, looking forward to next Monday with Love and Hip Hop New York, and really, really looking forward. Oh wow, it's coming out already. Yeah, in two weeks we'll have our real Sunday nights back. We'll have Real Housewives of Atlanta. We'll have Married to Medicine, and then as the icing on top of the cake, we get the Escape Still Kicking It show. Oh shoot! So Sunday nights are about to be. I actually really want to watch that. Oh, I can't wait! It's gonna be so good. It's a part of my childhood. How could I not know what happened? That scene in the parking lot on the trailer where Tiny is telling Candy is like, I just don't want to seem like I'm the bad person. Kind of tiny is telling Candy, are you in or are you out? Like, it's going to be good. I can't wait. I just know that I wish from the bottom of my heart, because isn't Mona on part of, part of that, too? Yes, Mona's producing it. I love, and this is going to be problematic as fuck, I don't give a shit, when Mona Scott always comes through with, the, like, the opening or the ending, and she's always like, Atlanta, <laughs> city of celebrity. Like, when she always does that, so I wish she would do it for Escape Show. Like, j- just to really set the scene for how dramatic shit is going to be. Yo, I Mona got Joyce the industry in a chokehold. That's she does. crazy. She does. Wait, I think you she's said doing you that wish, movie, too. You wish who would narrate? Mom, Mama Jones. I mean, Mama Joyce. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant Jim Jones' nah, mama. Nah, I, I'm his mommy. Physicotic, what was her brand? That's all. She sound like them truth commercials. (laughs) I'm a psychotic. Mama Jones, why she ain't got no truth deal? She needs to get a truth endorsement. (laughs) me. I was thinking I would do a a fragrance and call it Pum Kosh. (laughs) Pum Kosh. Oh, don't worry about that. 
I'm done. I'm done. Pumkash. <laughs> Would you buy something called Pumkash? Imagine, oh, this smells really good. What is this? Pumkash. I can't even not say it out her, without her voice. It could sell. You would buy a bottle of Pum Kosh? If Nicki Minaj dropped a perfume called Pum Kosh, I guarantee you would And sell. you know, that sounds like a fragrance that Nicki Minaj Does would drop. see? Fran, somebody owes you a check <laughs> right there. Pum Kosh. Because Pum-cash. I can hear Nicki Minaj be like, Pum Kosh. <laughs> like, no, you know what? I'm not even, I, I can't, My, I'm, I'm done. Okay. That's it. <laughs> I wish y'all could see Dustin's face. <laughs> that is it. <laughs> He's so over it. So let's move on to what you guys want to talk about this week. Oh, wait. Mama Joyce, can I say one more thing? What? Can I just say something? Fuck Wendy Williams for saying, for like reporting shit wrong all the goddamn time. What was she doing now? She was talking about a whole bunch of shit. Like, so she was talking about Mariah's, uh, the ex-dude she was dating, how... Um, oh, yeah. He said it was a low point in his life or whatever. And she was like, the guy's worth $40 billion. And then her fact checker was like, it's $4 billion. And so, in the same episode, she was talking about... Uh, people that go on TV and, you know, in their certain profession, like, you wouldn't want to go to... Like, you know, the average person wouldn't want to go to somebody that they see on TV for something, which I almost would have agreed with had she not used Married to Medicine as the example. She was like, I wouldn't want Dr. Heavenly wor- working on my teeth. She, like like the ladies from Married with Medicine. She called it Married with Medicine, which oh, fucked with me first. And then threw shots at Dr. Heavenly. I did not like that because I personally would love to have any of the doctors on Married to Medicine as my physician for any of the services. But she was trying to devalue their work just because they're on TV? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yep. On TV. In my mind, I think that a TV doctor <laughs> right. would charge more. They're like, uh, I know what the fuck I'm doing and I'm on TV, so you're going to have to pay X, Y, and Z or your healthcare provi- provider's going to have to do that. <laughs> but Wendy made it seem like they weren't shit and I ain't like that. Not she needs so to many get words. her some motherfucking legs while she worried about what they doing in Atlanta and all that other shit. Why you ain't got no legs, Wendy? <laughs> I've never seen anything like that. It's like she got calves to waist. Literally, like calves, feet, and waist. That's what the Wendy Williams. I've never seen Dang. anything like it. Never. She while she talking about who she don't want cleaning her teeth. You need to get one of them doctors to give you some legs. <laughs> you do. She don't have no legs. I've never seen anything like that. <laughs> and her name Wendy. I hope it wasn't Windy outside because she looked like she one step from tum- doubling the fuck over. <laughs> oh God. I'm sorry that I interrupted the so... next segment. We gonna move right back on. Y'all know Wendy Williams got forearm legs. <laughs> Her legs look like four long ass forearms. That's what it look like. <laughs> she built like a like an insect. You know how insects legs be skinny oh, I all you the said way like up. An incent, like incense. oh, she is built like an insect. Come <laughs> on, friends. Friends on the Don't even put that on me. I thought that's what you right. said. I should have. That's what she feel like. <laughs> I've just, I've never seen this on the board. <laughs> Look, Brand. <laughs> All I hear is ding, ding. <laughs> Look, and you see the zero go up to a one. That was the number one answer, friend. <laughs> All right, moving on to asking for a friend. The number one answer this week. <laughs> <laughs> you said an incense. An incense. Survey says. <laughs> 194 people. <laughs> incense. Number one answer. Number one answer. <laughs> All right. God forgive us. As per usual, don't forget to email <laughs> us 
Email us your actual question, comment, or concern, or inquiry that is not the question. Email us at thefriendzone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. I can't believe y'all be doing that. I be saying that stuff on this show because y'all really do it, and then y'all really do it again. There's new listeners, though. You know what? True that. If you're you got to give them leeway. If you're a new listener, you can email us at thefriendzone at loudspeakersnetwork.com with all of your questions, comments, and concerns. Thanks, friend. <laughs> With that said, the email I chose, the subject is puff or pass. Oh, boy. <laughs> I can answer this email right now. <laughs> and you know what? No, I mean, we don't even need to get to the body. You know what I'm saying? The subject line was, this is this right here is exactly why the subject line was invented. It Shout is. out to Steve Jobs, whoever the fuck. This is why the subject line was invented in the email right here, because we are done. Y'all got church announcements? <laughs> Oh, anyway, gosh. puffer pass. Hey, friends. I've been dating my boyfriend. I like that you got to the meet. Sorry. I've been dating my boyfriend for a little over two years, and he recently has told me that he has an issue with me smoking weed. Oh, boy. I've been smoking weed since I was 14. I'm now 27, <laughs> with <laughs> periods of taking breaks from smoking here and there. I suffer from anxiety and depression, <laughs> and before seeking help via therapy and a psychiatrist, I had been self-medicating with weed. All the political unrest in our country and a particularly difficult couple of years, I've had two abortions, have lost all but two of my friends due to my mental illness, and lost a few family members. All of these things have caused me to feel more anxious and depressed than usual. Hmm. A few months ago, I started back smoking about once a day. My boyfriend has explained that he doesn't like the smell of marijuana and thinks his traditional African parents would not accept me if they found out I smoked. Oh, boy. I feel, why do we keep getting emails about... They African parents It's now. always a clash with African parents. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a super respectful person who has traditional family members who have absolutely no clue that I smoke. Because it's not their business. Right. I've never let weed negatively interfere with my life. If I'm broke, I won't go into debt to buy it. I've never missed a deadline in school due to smoking and only on and only smoke on weekends or at night. It's a me, Mario. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 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 Uh, It's a part of my life. I don't want to stop smoking. It's a part of my life, and I believe it helps me more than harms. (laughs) I love my boyfriend, but I don't know how he can move past this. What do you suggest? I do in this situation. Love, highly torn. Dead. <laughs> Not that signature. Woo, you my girl. You first, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, bro. You know what? The first thing you need to do before you do anything is roll up. So you can think this through. You know what I mean? So you can really break this down, you know what I'm saying, on a fundamental level and really think this through and get into the nuances. Um, But beyond that, um, you know what? He's sitting on the couch next to her. Yeah, you know, so he can get a contact and chill the hell out. uh, I think that. It's a conversation that you guys should have, and you have to decide if this is a deal breaker for you, and he has to decide if this is something that's really a deal breaker for him or something that he can learn to live with. 
A lot of people are not comfortable with marijuana smoking. A lot of people just aren't. It's not for everybody. It's not everybody's yeah. thing. And there's nothing wrong with the person who doesn't smoke weed. Right. Like nothing. So the fact that he doesn't want her smoking is a different issue. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's one thing if he doesn't want to smoke. But for him to say that he's not all right with her smoking, that's an issue. You're right. So I agree. if especially be based on what she told us about her life and how successful she's been and how she's been able to stay focused and really hasn't dropped the ball on any critical elements of her life. It really isn't isn't even in danger of dropping the ball on any of those elements. Right. So what's your problem? You know what I mean? You you just don't like you think it stinks? Go outside. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe she can go smoke outside. You know what I mean? Just Some to keep the peace. Yeah. Because it sounds like if he's the type of guy who told you that he don't like you smoking because he don't like the smell of it, he sounds like the type of person that you need to smoke in order to be around. Oh, shit. So <laughs> I say just like I said, figure it out and have a conversation with him. And this is obviously not something that you are out of control with. You've said that you've been able to stop, start, whatever, when you see fit. So just have the conversation and decide whether or not you want to stop smoking completely to pacify someone that just doesn't like how it smells. Yeah, I mean, that's a tricky one. I, obviously, I think it's which one's most important to you. Mm. <laughs> yeah, both ways. <laughs> like, because I know what's important to me. <laughs> but I do agree. This is why I don't like when people tell me what to do because it starts transcending. It's yeah. you know like it starts right. with weed and then he <laughs> she doesn't. got one of the weed the weed now. Then it's your hair. Then it's you know? I don't like mm. your hair. Then it's I don't like this person being your friend. Yeah. Then it's I don't like that you stay out or that you go out and you party. And then all of a sudden, before you know it, he has a laundry list of you know things that you need to change yeah. in order to be with him. So for me, that's a boundary. I've dated people. There was a time where, because um, I, y'all know I stopped smoking, but there was a time where I was smoking and my ex didn't. He never smoked because he had a mom that was a recovering mm-hmm. drug addict. So that was like a thing for him, you know, like a soft spot. And it was actually kind of weird for me too because I never wanted to like smoke in front of him knowing what that meant to him. So yeah. it was tricky. But the dope thing is he never was like, don't do it. We just had an understanding where I would do it when he wasn't home. You know, I would do it when he wasn't home. Like, that was just cool. Or if he would travel, that was when I would do, you know, like we just. Kick your feet up, okay? (laughs) Listen. Sunday morning type shit. (laughs) Sunday morning. What time that nigga flight to come in? 5 30. Spark up. Little Wayne Lighter noise. (laughs) Soon as I can. No, but you reach a compromise because I don't think you should like break up over some shit like that. Right. But yeah. I do think you're adults and he needs to relax. He needs to understand that he can't tell you what to do. And if you love him and want to stay, you'll figure out a way to smoke in a way where like he doesn't have to deal with the smell. Because it's kind of the same. Imagine dating someone who smokes cigarettes. I hate that smell. Me too. Yeah, you could not like be that. in my house smoking no. cigarettes. It's not going to happen because mm-hmm. it makes your house stink. Uh-huh. Your clothes stink. Mm-hmm. When you kiss, it smells. Yeah. Tastes funny. You know, but you're an adult. I'm not going to be like, you can't smoke. I just don't think I could date someone that smokes. Right. It would kind of be a... Sorry, go ahead, Brown. No, it would Look, be like a deal breaker for me. I'm over here like, <laughs> would you want to smoke a cigarette around me? Okay. Right? It's just, so I don't know. You guys just need to, I think you need to set the boundary, though, that you're not going to stop and then maybe tell him 
you decide what's next because I'm not going to stop. I agree with everything the two of you said. I would sit down with Bay and be like, I love you, but I leave. I love weed more. So what's I up? Damn. You. I mean, if <laughs> I have not been smoking as long as this person, but she's she been smoking since 14 and ain't nothing wrong. Like, I, I would tell him, like, I've been smoking since 14. Right. It has never been an issue. So I don't see it as an issue. And the fact that it's and not interfering with her life, I think, is the I'm, biggest part. If you were just like at home high, like, you know, not doing I'm going to call shit. out of work so I can smoke today. <laughs> like we have a then problem. Then it's like, okay, girl, you got to work to get yeah, the high. Exactly. Like, yeah, we'd have a problem. But I would literally tell him straight up, like, it has never been an issue. It hasn't been an issue with my bills. It hasn't been an issue with my parents because they don't even know that's not their business. Right. Like, so I don't see why it would be an issue with your parents because it ain't their business either. Like, this is between us and if you have a problem with the smoke, I'll go smoke outside on the porch. I'll go smoke in my homegirl's house or something because I just needed to, uh, I just use it to unwind and not think about the other shit. When you met me, I was smoking. It's been two years. I ain't going to stop. And I feel like if this was something where, you know, I was fucking or something and you just don't want me to fuck no more, like, that's different. <laughs> like, I'm not going to fuck nobody else. Like, this is just us. But for you to just try to take something away from me, that's not going to happen. Or for you to think that I'm going to wean myself off of this for you, that's not going to happen. So realistically, you're going to have to accept weed as part of the package. But I can keep the weed away from you over here. Because right. technically, it's, it's my weed. So <laughs> I'm going to just keep it over here. I think weed just has a, a bad stigma attached yeah, to it. Because people it always is. assume that you're like a bum. Yeah. It, like, you're not ambitious. You're just you're on the sharp. couch. Yeah. You're stuck to the couch like a dumbass, playing yeah. video games all day. Granted, there are people like that. I smoke and play video games. <laughs> not all day. But it's not, you know, like I remember my mom when she figured that out, she was just kind of like shocked because <laughs> she, I think her shock, <laughs> she was shocked because I think she had an idea of what a we, like a pothead was like and she sees how hard I work. Exactly. And it shocked her like, when do you have the time? Like, that was her first question. She just did not understand. She was like, I never saw you looking like that. Now, you know, and I'm like, exactly. You wouldn't know. She wouldn't have known. She actually found out <laughs> with this show. <laughs> oh, damn. We outed you, friend. I'm so friend. sorry, mama friend. She was like, so there was this episode. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> but I told her that's a testament. Yep. To me, that's a testament. That you didn't even know your child is a fucking pothead. Hi, mom. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm not anymore. I wish I was a pothead child. <laughs> Low key to the listener that wrote in, I'm jealous that you had been smoking since you was 14. <laughs> That's where I was supposed to be at 14, rolling up. I think, where did I first smoke? I think college. I think I was 18. I tell people all the time. And Shout out to my roommate. She was from Compton. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, bitch, you ain't never smoked. <laughs> I tell people the all the dorm, time. like, Bleh. I would have finished school had I become a pothead. Had I became a pothead in school, I kid you not, I would have finished. But nobody was sharing their weed. India what? Never mind. <laughs> nobody was sharing their weed. They, nobody put me on and told me in college. When they did, I was just kind of like, I don't really know you like that, so I'm good. But had somebody I was close with been like a smoker and put me on, it would have been game over the rest Lowered of my life. Lowered expectations. <laughs> <laughs> no, higher expectations. You hear me? <laughs> but I uh, uh, hope we helped somehow. I hope we did help. Tell that nigga that it is not his business. But in a nice that way. Roll up. Tell that nigga to match. <laughs> match one. Burn something. Match, match me, nigga. 
Go. Let his parents should smoke with you and chill out. <laughs> Imagine. Look, and while he playing, one of his par- his parents might do the pot too, and he just Yo, don't know. Real talk though. They got the good he stuff. He probably don't even know because parents be hiding the hell out of that shit. <laughs> I ain't putting nobody out on today, but you know that was a day. <laughs> oh Damn. shit! Well, hopefully that helped you guys. Yes, let us know. Come let on. us know, right? What about? Okay, well, no, that's it. We already did the black business early. <laughs> yes, on. we did. Right. So, do you guys have any church announcements before we get up out of here? Um, no, almost, but no. I'm getting really on the, like the edge of being able to talk about something. Yes, so, yes. we love that. What about you, Asante? Um, nothing personal, but you know, I always put my peoples on. If you are in town this weekend in New York City, and yes, you are going to be dressed up on a Friday oh, night, shoot, that's and you're right. looking for oh somewhere God, to go. It's already Halloween. It is Trilloween Five, in New York City. <laughs> KidFuryLive.com for tickets. That the Trilloween party is on Friday night here in New York, and then there is we're doing Trilloween. In D.C. too. That's so, right, baby. Trilloween 5 is happening Friday night in New York City and Saturday night in D.C. You guys so, have your costumes? I yes. have one of... <laughs> I've told myself that I needed like four costumes and Ooh. I only have one. Well, a couple other things came up, but I don't know how feasible it's all going to be. One of the costumes has been procured. The Yay. other one's going to be like... Y'all have the up. best costumes, so I'm very excited to see. I don't know. This year's going to be a dub. It's a dub. <laughs> but that's happening. Can't wait for Trilloween this weekend to see everybody in New York and D.C. I can't wait um after that uh we are going to we the friend zone we the friend zone people um we just got finished fucking with y'all in philly this weekend and coming up next as we said earlier in the episode dallas texas we gonna see you november (laughs) texas Texas, uh november 4th we gonna see y'all motherfuckers hopefully on that saturday uh again vip is sold the fuck out but general admission the sooner your ass gets there, the easier it's going to be for you to pick a seat, too. So buy one of those tickets and come see us in Dallas. I can't wait to see everybody in Dallas. We're going to have some special guests in the house. Yay! And Dallas is going to be something to remember. I yes. just today was thinking about it. I was going through my text messages as I was seeing different things. And I was like, you know what? This Dallas show is about to be so. something serious. So I would advise everybody that is available and accessible to this Dallas show to get your ticket and get in the building because Yay. Dallas is going to be fun. It's going to be fun as fuck. Um, that's it over here. Oh, outside of that, don't forget to hit me up on Twitter if you need any of the links for the playlist. Playlist Pledge is happening, working on November already. Um, and you can find the links to add me on Apple Music or Spotify as well. Even though we are also on title, uh, the friend zone is Yay, on title now. That does not mean that they have given me a login for title, so I cannot put my playlist up on title as well. Oh, true. Like four or five people uh, were messaging me about that, and like at first I only seen the one. I was like, no, girl, I can't do it. But then more people were like, yeah, what about title? It don't work like that. I wish it did. I <laughs> wish it was soon. like uh, uh, maybe. Look, I do know people at title. I just hate being that black that black dude. Be like, you got something free that I can have. <laughs> so I just was like, y'all are title when y'all are ready to give me the login y'all can email me 
Until then, I will not be that nigga asking for free shit. But that's it. What about you, friend? Church announcements? Um, Seattle, you are the next stop on my wellness tour. I'm so excited. And it's cute because it's 11-11 and it's the 11th stop. Oh, the Keisha Wow. Pretty magical, right? It's very magical. You're going to see Keisha Cole in Seattle. (laughs) The chair's just going to be floating in the room when they walk in. It's going to be chairs like hovering (laughs) in the room. No, I'm I'm telling you, that's some magical shit. Man, like friend. I know. I don't know how we wow. made that happen without even thinking about it so that's gonna be magical like asante said we will be um in dallas so i'm excited about that i've never been to dallas so Ooh. yeah so it's good Dallas. dallas. <laughs> so i'm very excited about that and i also wanted to thank you guys you guys showed me so much love for the clarks ad that yes. i did there's one more ad that's going up on instagram stories tonight or well by the time you guys listen to it you'll have access to it it's really cute okay. um it's the video component of the shoot um thank you guys so much for the love you guys are so dope the you guys are just dope i love you i'm so supportive um and then even for the show in philly you guys blew my instagram and twitter up with so much love uh, Crazy. yeah so i love you guys thank you for always being full of light and love and sweet-ass comments. And that's it for me. Anything else, I'll keep you guys posted. But that's it for us. We hope yeah. you like the show. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, we love you so much. And we will see you guys next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye, y'all. Bye. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.